Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Keep it simple, get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League show. This is episode 37. On today's show, we have the Southern Sunday, the Orpington and Bromley Sunday Football League, uh, the Woolwich and Elton Sunday Football Alliance and the Quirda Municipal with uh, Graham, uh, Jamie, Gibbs and Roger. Forgot what order I was saying everything in there. <laughs> uh, no guests this week because Jamie hasn't recorded his uh, Greenwich Mariners interview, but that will come before the end of the season. Uh, first up this week after, it's been a while since you have been first up, Graham, but you're, you're first up this week with the Southern Sunday uh, cup final season over back to the league stuff today just give us a quick run through mate I hope you're okay by the way good evening good afternoon <laughs> and good morning uh, to, to, not, to not shatter the illusion on the recording um, cup finals done dusted you, you've from in chatting in private you seem very happy with how everything's went how, 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 how has it gone even in English uh, no, thanks, Andrew. Um, good to speak to you again, as always. Um, no, I, I think we're ecstatic. I think we're ecstatic. It was a new venue for us over over at Met Police. And um, yeah, great pitch, great people, superb facilities. I've got to say the turnout for the cup finals is as good as we've ever had in the 13 years that, that oh, yeah. I've been involved with the league. The atmosphere was really good. Nobody got sent off in a cup final. All the officials were good. There was no extra time. It was just, it, if you were to plan cup finals, <laughs> you would have absolutely gone with it. So, um, yeah, we played the played the previous five up to last Sunday, and then we played the Ken Bailey last Tuesday. Um, so I can give you that result. That was Barking Mad 2, Selhurst 3, 88th, oh. minute, 88th minute winner from Mr. Lansley himself. There he goes. Two on the night and the man of the match award. So he's gonna he's gonna play in the Selk Eleven charity side next game, Callum. Is he? Is yeah. well, he's got his finger like in a splint now, so he was able to play. And um, I saw today, and I don't want to give away any spoilers for the results, but he bagged a couple more and got another man of the match today. I think in the league. Yeah, he has. He's done well. And the Marcus Lipton Cup final. Well, uh, okay. the the best cup in Sunday football this season, it, it turns out. Uh, although I, I have to say uh, the Plumstead Cup in Westford has a real um, a real uh, big place in, in my heart for Sunday Cups. Uh, but Marcus Lipton has been uh, an upside-down cup this year in so many ways. Uh, but the actual final going with the, with the division, probably the no, the uh, one of the few rounds, the final, sorry, the only round that didn't go that way, uh, Wimbledon Wolves taking a big win against fancied St Andrews. Yeah, no, League 2 against League 10 didn't disappoint, you know, for the fact that there was no Premier, no Championship and no League 1. It didn't matter. It was no. an absolutely brilliant, brilliant final. Um, I think from a St Andrews perspective, I'm not sure what it was from, from their point of view. Um, sort of intensity and sharpness just didn't seem to be there like it was for the Brixis Dane game the previous Thursday. But Wolves, I have to say, aerially, Earlier, they gave the St Andrews goalkeeper untold problems right from the right from the from the off, and the, the two goals, Andrew, both from set pieces, both headed mm. goals, and the one to win it. I don't know whether you've seen the clip on 
on Twitter, but it's an unbelievable header right from sort of the edge almost of the 18-yard box to keep that under Yeah, he le- did he loop, loop it sort of over yeah, a Yeah, he looped it. It was an yeah. unbelievable... I mean, that's in the 88th minute of the League Cup final. I mean, it's an incredible, incredible achievement. But um, the place went berserk after that. But, yeah, Wolves definitely were the deserving winners over the night. But you have to say for St Andrews, um, basically, they played in every game they were eligible to play in in the league this season. They did a Liverpool. They've yeah. had a brilliant, brilliant season and obviously have done the League and Cup double. So uh, well done to them. But for Wolves promotion, and would they have ever thought that they could win the Marcus Lipton Cup right at the very start? Probably none of the teams maybe outside the Premier or the no. Championship did. But all the big hitters, all the favourites, all gone. What a competition. Brilliant. And shout out to St Andrews. Whatever happens, I mean, they what they're promoted and uh, or they they're won champions. Their they're up. They're champions. I mean, so what a fantastic season for them. And uh, yeah, head, 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 get your head up if you if you're worried about losing a cup final. So what? It's done now. Uh, one cup and one league title in the trophy cabinet uh, for the first year in Southern Sunday equates to a brilliant season. Um, and we'll have some chats around our teams of the year nominations um in a few weeks time if so you just phrase it andrew for the fact that some people come into grassroots football they never win a league never get a promotion never even get to a cup final of any sort whatsoever and to do that in your first year i think it's an incredible incredible achievement so you know I well agree. done to them but yeah you have to talk about the winners wimbledon wolves right from there in league two what, what a story and you know we've been talking to some of the new clubs that we're interviewing and a lot of them have been following the Marcus Lipton Cup story. And they're going, oh, is this the cup where the team from Division 10 and they're playing against Division 2? It, it seems to have really caught on on social media this year. And everyone's been talking about the Marcus Lipton Cup. So, um, yeah, really, really delighted. Seven finals. Proud of all the teams. Proud of all the officials. Proud of the league. Great shout out. I have to give to my sort of fellow league officers, as I did on the, on the night, and uh, thank them for their hard work. Because without them, it just doesn't happen. Doesn't end. I'm going to give our mate Hugo a shout out as well because oh, I know he's, he's been brilliant. working his 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 um balls off. For... I've been feeding him with burgers. To be fair, <laughs> well, he'll be pleased it's pre-season then, and he gets a little rest. He can burn it all off when the pre no. when the free uh, friendlies start. No, we've got to give a shout out to the Blues Burger Bar over at the Met Police. I've got to say the two ladies over there, absolutely different gravy with their burgers. So um, <laughs> we're, we're very pleased they've invited us, the Met Police, to um, go back for, to hold finals back there next year. So um, that looks like it could be the new home for Southern Sunday League Cup finals. And, and the pitch, Andrew, I mean, I've seen some pitches of some cup finals uh, in recent days. And I have to say, we're very, very lucky with, you know, we, we got what we paid for. I think there's no doubt about that. And that was one of the things I know that we were a bit late out with the cup final dates and finding a venue. But I, one thing that teams always say to me, it's not necessarily about the stands or about the dressing rooms. One thing they want for a cup final is a quality pitch. Yeah. And we gave them a quality pitch and the pitch even got watered before every game as well. I mean, that's brilliant. That's, that's on a different level. Fantastic. Some people say you should have a home somewhere with the Met police. Uh, at Her Majesty's pleasure, perhaps as well, uh, but that's about that's about as much as we should say about that, Graham. I think you could possibly be right, but um, in my <laughs> in my independent, impartial position as chair, I won't comment. <laughs> right, let's get on with the good stuff. Uh, some games played today at the time of recording on the fifteenth of May. Um, some real big games uh, still played this week, and some mind bending. 
uh, scenarios were being worked out on social media on Sunday morning. Uh, and it was tough to uh, keep up to date with all of that as my daughter watched Frozen at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> the Argentinians pulled you out for that. Yeah, you know did. that? Did you see that? They did. They did. I think they, they had the that. same pain as me. Right. <laughs> Let's get on with it. The Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd Premier. Uh, two big results in the title race. Swag needed this 5-1 win against Southwest Rangers. Southwest Rangers been uh, looking much more like their old selves uh, of recent weeks, but Swag uh, did have a bit of swag about them today. 5-1 win. Uh, it's fantastic for their much needed. Uh, and with the other result in the Prem, that's helped them massively. Ballum and Clapham Rovers uh, fighting out um, a Desmond in tribute to the man himself, an early tribute tonight, Graham. Uh, that result is going to help Swag quite a bit, isn't it? Yep, so the scenario was that Clapham Rovers, if they won the game against Ballon this morning, they would have won the Prem today. Um, obviously, it being a, a Desmond, they didn't do that. And of course, that's two points dropped each for those teams. Swag then in the later game um, at one o'clock had to then go and get the points. And they did. I mean, that's a, a statement of intent win. So we got that out early this week. Um, really good win. As you say, Swag results very mixed in recent weeks. Southwest Rangers... You know, they're showing some of their sort of title um, credentials from a couple of years ago. That's Let's not understate what a good win that is, um, 5-1. Swag and must have been listening to the podcast the other week, Graham, because we said they didn't they score any goals. goals. Well, and they've done it. Well, I, I think we seem to be a catalyst for these things. So um, I, think we're becoming, I think we should take a little bit of credit. I think we should. And we want some uh, some commission for these uh, team talks. So these, <laughs> we're giving you these these team talks for free. I, I, can you imagine, like before the game, if they play down talk at the dressing room? It wouldn't surprise me if some teams do it. They, <laughs> they hang on every word we say. Some of them. We do. We got some. Yeah. We got some sleeve sponsors to pay for this season, so we do. We, we've got to take some commission from these teams. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, good draw with Clapham Rovers and Ballam taking that uh, Prem Division title race all the way till the end the league that no one wants to win goes all the way to the last game of the season to the last, to the last game. game we'll we'll wait to talk about what that yeah. means in the next section because we don't want to give anything away no in the bob dixon league one uh Wimbledon commoners clashed with junction elite uh poor old commoners since that uh derby against the wolves uh, they're not having the great a fantastic time of it form wise they lose 2-1 to junction elite they got their arse in gear today junction elite aaron will think Thank God for that. And that's they promotion. Didn't. They didn't. I've got to say, they didn't have their arse in gear. I think they were very fortunate to win the game. Um, oh, you it, refed it, did you? I refed this game, yeah. Oh, okay. It, they, they were very fortunate to win it. Um, it had, I mean, it had draw written all over it. Unfortunately, it was one of these, right for the winner, shot sort of comes in, goalkeeper, you think, has saved it, and it sort of squirms underneath, runs loose, and then they just tap the empty ball. Oh, home. keeper. About two or, three, two or three minutes from the end, absolutely devastating. They put so much into the game to lose such a soft goal like that. They were devastated at the end. But Junction Elite, you know, I think we, we have been saying, haven't we, them, they've just got to get the result yeah, over the line, and they've just got to get the wins. So I think they need one more now, and they've won the league, one more win. Well, if you can be pleased for anyone, it's Aaron. Uh, and, well, he, uh, he got on the wrong side of me today. He received a red card from me, did Mr. Stocker. Did he? He got a red card from me today. Oh, my goodness. He was a very naughty man and shouted something very unpleasant at me uh, across the field. I think everyone in Rains Park 
could hear it. So, uh, yes, I, I trotted over the 25 or 30 yards and um, he received a oval red card from my back pocket, Mr. Whedon. Oh, my God. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Well, he'll regret that, and I'm sure you'll get a, an apology at some well, stage. Well, I'm still waiting for it. I'm still waiting. We're all waiting for apologies, Graham. Well, there is a lot of apologies from what I'm hearing <laughs> and what I'm seeing that need to be offered. So, um, <laughs> but they do all seem to be rather, rather um, unforthcoming, don't they? Let's be, oh, um, let's be truthful. Let's just carry on the good work we do for grassroots football Agreed. and let other people decide. Oh, I uh, agree. In League Two, uh, Celeste top off uh, their cup win with uh, a four-nil demolition of Atletico Buble. 4-0 uh, to Celeste, uh, Mr. Lansley grabbing a brace, uh, not just for his finger, for the goal as well. Uh, in the goal as well, um, a good day for them. And uh, they'll be looking to get the season finished as well. They've played a lot of football, haven't they? No, that's it. That division is done. League two is finished. Unbeaten season for Celeste. 18, 17 wins and the one draw. 52 points. What a season. Fantastic Ten Bailey season. Cup winners as well. And you know the one thing that will piss them off the most, Graham? The draw. Yeah, that will <laughs> that'll be eating them. Um, but that's the standards they set. And, um, you know, they're going to go up to League One next year. And, uh, yeah, they're going to mix it up there. I think there's absolutely no doubt about it. So, uh, I mean, I'm already looking forward to August and September. I mean, I've already had a sneak preview, of course. I'm the man that puts the constitution together. So um, I have a really good idea about who's going to be playing where. And there's a lot more popcorn fixtures next season. And I'm really looking forward to that. More, more than this season. More popcorn fixtures, more popcorn. Oh but it's all right as long as you don't spill it on the floor. <laughs> right, League Three. Uh, Dara and Wandsworth Warriors um, share a, a, four, a four all draw. Yeah, I mean, nothing can be gained. Today. Nothing could be gained or could be gained or lost from this one, could it? So, no. for a dead rubber, essentially, no offense, guys. Um, four all sounds like you certainly gave some today. So, congratulations on that one. That sounds brilliant. Yeah, good end to the season for Dara. Only finished five points behind Hampton in second. So, you know, we have been bigging them up. So they're going to have to do some things next season. I think, yeah, they will have to push off. Ones with Warriors, a good fourth place finish. They've had a good year. So uh, well done to them. Yeah, talking about pushing off. Locomotive Wimbledon unable to play another game, Graham, against Q Antigua B. Mm. Um, Q Antigua, though, they were done and dusted anyway, weren't they? Yeah, mid-table finish for them. Loco got one more game to play against Top Deck next week, which is going to decide who finishes third. He assures me he's going to get a team out for that game next week. So with this shenanigans this weekend, hopefully he promises or delivers what he's promised. But um, if not, then that's another difficult conversation this time next week. But um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to keep harping on about walkovers. That's four or five now that they've let go, isn't it? Games oh, I, was. I, I think that's the third off the top of my head that I oh, can okay. remember. Okay, sorry, locomotive Wimbledon. If times are tough and stuff, it's just. Uh, we'd like to see games decided on the it pitch. Is, it's the third, that one. That's the third one. Okay. Um, I mean, that's it. That's enough. I mean, we're looking at putting a rule in next year that if you do two, then that's automatically we will, you will be expected to offer your resignation from the league. And if you don't resign voluntarily, then that's going to trigger a special general meeting because we can't carry on like this. We just okay. have to, re we just have to remove teams because we're here to play football. You know, those wasted weeks, if you're going to if you're going to pull out anyway, those wasted weeks, you know, you might as well invest in the teams that do want to play football and focus on those games and getting mm. them in. And then we can get the season done a little bit earlier. As I say, it's not a, a personal dig at Locomotive Wimbledon. This is I've been on my soapbox about this for, well, two or three months now, and I'm just getting a bit bored of it. Yeah. 
well, I think you've said everything you need to, that's need to be said on that one. We'll get to another one later, but uh, I think that was quite predictable. The, the one later maybe was a bit predictable. Yeah, and the other one later on has got a little bit, the circumstances are slightly different, bearing in mind, but I'll come on to it at the time. Let's come yeah. on to it at the time. League five. So, Graham, there was quite a, a, a an intricate oh goodness, set, set of um, results that could have led to three different things happening today. I had to get my abacus out this morning. I had to get the dust <laughs> off it. <laughs> Uh, Newlands against Painters Community uh, was the game. Uh, Junction Elite seconds had a, an invested interest in this one too, as they were top of the division at the start of the day. Um, Painters was second and Newlands third. Uh, a Newlands win meant they were promoted with Junction Elite and Painters dropped out. Correct. Uh, a draw would mean Junction Elite are promoted and Painters are promoted. Spot on. And a painter's win meant they won the league. Junction Elite finished second and Newlands missed out. I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a prize for that. I've, I've not written that down. That is all that off the is top of my head. That is a million percent spot on. Thank you. What and a scenario re- though. Three teams on the last off for no. one game. What a scenario. Great, great work from the fixture secretary. <laughs> uh, you get the fixture secretary actually been praised or not praised as such in the um, prediction section. We'll get to that later. Oh, uh, I look forward. I look forward to it. <laughs> this one in tribute to the man himself was a Desmond. Newlands cannot match a promotion to their uh, cup win in the best cup in uh, the Southern Sunday. Their silk grassroots Graham Robber Shield. Uh, Newlands miss out on promotion. Graham uh, automatic uh, promotion places after a two-all draw. Painters finish second. Junction Elite seconds win the league without kicking a ball. League five, congratulations to Junction Elite seconds. This was an this was an incredible game at Rains Park this afternoon. In the pee and rain on a very difficult pitch, and Junction Elite were all present there from there because they played there as the first team in the morning. Uh, Painters got the lead. They went one nil up, and I have to say they were for the importance of the game. I think there were a lot of nerves and there were a lot of kind of mindsets that I think people didn't want to do too much because they didn't want to give anything away they're almost frightened of losing yeah once painters got the first goal sort of in the second half that then seemed to open up the game newlands got it back to one all when about 10 minutes to go newlands then went two one up oh my god with three minutes to go ball played straight through painters guy runs on side slots it past the keeper two minutes to go brilliant finish for for two two and then you're at a situation with painters about what do they do then? Do they bank the draw and then take the promotion or do they then twist and then try and go for it and Mm. try and win the league? I mean, what a scenario that was for the sort of last two minutes and then the three or four added minutes on the top. But I I think they were just happy to bank it. I think they were happy to bank it. Newlands, Newlands just didn't do enough for me to to warrant the win. Um, I I think a draw was a fair result in the end. And, And overall in the season, Newlands have obviously had the cup at the expense of painters uh, mm-hmm. in the first round and painters have got the promotion. So from my perspective, being the independent unbiased chair, you've got one that's had the league and one that's had the cup. So do you know what? I'm quite happy with that. It's a shame that that little rivalry is going to get split up for next season with uh, Newlands missing out. Uh, they've had some terrific games and there's a bit of nice history and some big games between these two teams. Maybe they'll meet 
Uh, in we'll the see Marcus how the Lipton. constitution looks. We'll see how the constitution yeah. looks. There are a few gaps at the top there um, in the sort of championship, League One, League Two area that we will need to plug. And obviously, there's only two points gap there. So if we were short of a team, you know, you'd promote someone on a two point gap rather than someone who's got a seven or an eight point gap. So yeah. I, I'm I'm not saying it's all over for Newlands yet. It might not necessarily be, and and that goes for any team that that finishes third. Um, we are going to have to obviously fill the vacancies. So we'll see how it goes. Into League Seven and one double banker played South City topping two of the games down. They've got some football to play. Uh, two games for them against Barnstormers today. Uh, started off the day with a 4 2 win uh, in the away fixture and in the home fixture uh, at 11 o'clock, uh, a 2 1 win. South City getting six points today, and that's the title for them done, is it? Yeah, they needed five points and they got six on the board. So, congratulations to. South City, who are league and cup winners. And it was a nice tweet from Putney. Just want to give them a shout out. They congratulated uh, South City on overtaking them and winning that championship. So um, with three games to spare, South City are League 7 champions. Well done, boys. It's been a good season, a long time coming. Sometimes these games in hand can be a hindrance and can cause stress and and all that stuff, but you've taken it in your stride, essentially. So uh, congrats, boys, on a League 7 trophy. Uh, perhaps expect them to jump up a couple uh, of, of uh, levels next season. Let's wait and see with the Constitution. Uh, are you bending my ear? Are you trying to influence the man who works no, the Constitution? They're a very good side, aren't they, South City, for League 7 and maybe even for League 6, they're a very good side as well. We can only promote teams where there are vacancies. <laughs> He's keeping his cards close to his chest, guys. I'm I've not going to get anything I've out. They get anything out of it. Even my own committee don't know what the bloody constitution is for next year. If they don't know it, you definitely ain't going to know it, mate. <laughs> uh, in League Nine, uh, some things got resolved today. Vauxhall Virgins eight, Larkhall City scoring too many goals for me today. They got three. Um, oh. Vauxhall Virgins, that's them promoted with Deportivo, isn't oh, it? No, 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 not quite. Not quite. Oh. So AFC Old Town are the team to watch still in that division with the games oh, in of hand. Of course. They are the ones that you always forget about Old Town, I don't do. you? Because they're still sitting there sort of fourth, fifth in the table. You always forget about them. But they've still got three games to play. They can get to 41 points. Yeah. And you're going to love this for next week. You're going to love this. Vauxhall Virgins play AFC Old Town next week. If three Vauxhall games. Virgins... Three Win. games to play. They three games they com, com, they go to forty one. Forty one points, yeah. And Vauxhall on thirty nine. Yeah. Vauxhall that's right. play Old Town next week. If Vauxhall beat Old Town in that game, yeah. Vauxhall will go up. That is outstanding. This fixture secretary you've got, Graham, you've got to extend the contract. I think he could be around for another year. I think <laughs> why not? Um but I mean these games go into the last game, like the Premier League Nine, League Five today, League Seven. Um, it's, League One's probably going to go to the last game but uh, the championship went to the last game all these games count it's brilliant uh, Old Town with only two fixtures showing on full yep, time so he's, he's so this is where he's going to have to get these wins on the board because the game against Clapham Athletic there were no available Sundays to schedule that game so unless oh they God. want to agree a day and a time midweek which they can't at the moment with the league they can't get anything agreed so, um, yeah, he's, he's under pressure to go and win them games. But if, if he wins them, then, you know, he, he's going to go up. Exciting times. 
good luck to uh, Vauxhall Virgins in their last game against Old Town and good luck to you boys as well. Old Town winning 4-2 today against Rosendale Sports Reserves. Much tighter than expected. Uh, Rosendale Sports Reserves have been uh, a struggling team at the bottom of League 9 this season. Uh, so yeah, a bit closer than expected, but win a win is a win and, and that's all Old Town need to do now. Yep, absolutely. Just keep getting the wins, keep putting Vauxhall under pressure. So, um, yeah, it could be decided next week or it could roll on for another week. We'll see how it goes. Um, but from a Rosendale perspective, that's that's the bottom two for them today. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, worse things happen than getting relegated from a Sunday, from a Sunday league football division. Uh, in League 10, St Andrews. Um, didn't have to worry about playing football so close to um, their cup final defeat this week. They were given the win by old Suttonians, uh, but it sounds like much more sympathetic reasons, uh, Graham, for the old Suttonian boys. Well, they haven't played since the 13th of March. Christ. So, you know, to expect a team to get a team out with one game to go after their season effectively ended two months ago, hasn't affected the outcome of the championships and Andrews had kind of won it anyway. Um, yeah, I, that's a slightly different circumstance. And we've got the same thing with um, ACT Arantes United. They hadn't played, they haven't played for about two months and they've given a walk over to South City next week. Well, it doesn't affect the integrity of the competition because South City have obviously won the league today. Yeah. Now, Arantes hadn't played their last game and since the 20th of March. So that is a really slightly different circumstance. And the reason why that's happened is because South City have obviously gone to quarterfinals of the Marcus Lipton, semifinals of the London Cup, and they've won the Divisional Cup. St Andrews have gone to the final of the Lipton, won their Divisional Cup and had the league game. So that's why it's happened. It's nobody's fault. It's one of those things. So that's why I'm looking at it with a little bit more of a sympathetic ear. And I hope that you and obviously other people who are listening can understand that. I can understand fully. And you don't have to answer to anyone anyway, Graham. Well, I know I don't, but um, <laughs> sometimes sometimes I get a bit defensive because I, I, I feel that I feel that people do like to have a moan without understanding the context and reasoning behind it. But I'd like to see personally all of the games played, no matter how long you've had to wait. Mm. I understand with the climate that we're in, we're in a different climate post sort of pandemic, post COVID. And I understand that football is not everyone's priority as much as it used to be. I understand that. I live in society. I live and do this every day. I I get where people are coming from. Mm. But those two situations are very different to some of the other walkovers that have been given. They're completely different. Okay, Graham, I will see you on the other side for the predictions with Dan and Hugo. It's getting it's getting interesting now. Looking forward to that bit. So, straight in with our Selk Towers uh, recording live from uh, the, the Garage of Love. As it's been <laughs> the caravan of one. <laughs> uh, straight in with Jamie. Uh, welcome, Jamie. Thank you, Andrew. It's been a few weeks since I've been here. Yeah, as back from your international endeavours uh, yep, last scouting week, scouting for talent for next year. <laughs> uh, straight in then to the results from Sunday, the fifteenth of May. Uh, a reduced, uh, ever reducing uh, list of fixtures now each week as teams complete their seasons and. Uh, not less, not much, not a full uh, list of games, but still games were played. Um, in a senior, Kamazi and 
Kenningwell United sharing a two-all draw in tribute to the man himself, a Desmond uh, Hatcham. Because I think they just just turned up when we've both been shite this year. Let's just call it a Desmond and go to the pub. <laughs> well, I mean, no, neither team. I don't think any team could be relegated, and that then that's all there, and they can't do anything else. So perhaps a good a good day was enjoyed. Perhaps a relaxed game of football yesterday there at Kamazi. Uh, Hatcham and Essie Dons played out the uh, senior division title decider between the two. Uh, Dons didn't just didn't have to lose, uh, and they didn't. A uh, three-all draw uh, with one a wonder goal from a Hatcham player, as all seen on um, social media. Brilliant finish um, up at Dulwich Hamlet, uh, but three-all at the end score. The Dons retain the senior division title. Uh, not many teams have done that. The last team to do it, I believe, were Bickley. Uh, so yeah, Dons two times champions, uh, Jamie. Uh, Rocker Seniors against the Wall postponed, unknown reasons. Um, I think there's a lot going on um, with Rocker Seniors at the moment uh, and the Wall. Um, but uh, yeah, Essie Dons lift the senior division title. Um, without meaning to um, undermine that achievement, it's a fantastic achievement. But somehow the, the Dons have got through a season where it looked like the wheels were falling off uh, with the Cup runs, the National Cup, the London Cup. Um, the Paul Picard Cup, the Dons were knocked out of all three of those cups in relatively early rounds. Um, but they've managed to steady the ship, get the train back on the rails and win the title. And it, after that big wobble, it could have fallen apart for them, couldn't it? It could have. Um, <clears throat> but you look at the way that they kind of get through games with bare squads and maybe Granite Day Cups actually helped them. Yeah. Uh, in a way, but I mean, huge congratulations to them. It's no mean feat um, winning that division, let alone defending it. Um, so hats off to them. They've been they've been the best team, been pushed fairly well by Hatcham, who nobody really saw kind of putting up that kind of fight. So yeah. fair play to them. Um, look, by all means, it looks like it was a great game yesterday, three all. Um, and as you said, that a fantastic goal that we've saw, we've saw on the uh, social media. But yeah, I mean, the league is a bread and butter, isn't it? Um, so for SC Dons to go out and, and do that is a fantastic achievement yeah they probably would have set their sights kind of wider with a few extra cups um, at the start of the season yeah. but I mean they've won the main one I think and they, they won't be too displeased with that absolutely not congratulations uh, to Andrew and George and, and Mitch and all the boys um, over at SC Dons as I say retaining that title winning it the first time is tough uh, but then to retain it again um is super tough and, and you've done it. So congrats, boys. Uh, in the Prem Division, FC Elmstead's steady rise through the Prem Division continues. A 2-0 win for them against MSL yesterday. Jamie, they, they've got two games left to play. They've got Sports King All-Stars to play twice. If they get two wins or get four points, that's them second in the division. They've come out of nowhere. Yeah, they've, they've had a good run, didn't they? Was it nine unbeaten? Yeah. Early in the, in the season. When we said that, went under the radar, and then they lost a few, and then they were kind of forgotten about. But they're, they're all, they've always been a team where you think they're just ready to make that next step up. Yep. And obviously, with what could happen in the summer, they may well find themselves in the top division. But um, it's a hard ask to beat Sports King twice. Mm. However, Sports King 
job done for them, so it could be a feet up, play some fringe players. So there is every chance, and I'm sure Tony will be telling his players that. They're promoted. They haven't won the title yet, I don't think. Oh, okay, well, I'll shut up. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's an excellent result. MSL are kind of no mean kind of no mean feat in terms yeah. of they started well in the season they're no mugs so a good win and yeah at least it, it gives them something to play for for these last few weeks of the season which I'm, I'm sure will give them like a bit of extra motivation yeah well done to Tony and all the Elmstead lads creeping up on the from from far behind it seemed earlier in the season but yeah absolutely uh, Saha will be looking over their shoulder now uh, and won't want Elmstead to get any kind of results against um, Sports King All-Stars. Two weeks in a row they play each other, not a double banker, which I'm sure Sports King and Elmstead will be pleased with not to have to do that. Um, but yeah, what a fantastic running that's been. Uh, South London Panthers with a fantastic win and uh, a 5-1 win against Hacienda. Matt giving the uh, Wolf of Wall Street cry of we're not we're not leaving uh, after that one. He was absolutely chuffed and the performance that he got uh, from the boys. He, I got a text message from him and the match report was he thought that they were absolutely superb. They got everything right. The players' attitude were fantastic. The, the application in the game was brilliant. He said he couldn't have asked for anything more from the lads. 5-1 against Hacienda. Um, they don't get beaten that many very often, Jamie. Uh, and Matt's uh, mood and the way he was talking in his text messages yesterday about the performance. I think that's that's him signed up for 22-23 now on the back of that. Well, that's, that's good to see. Um, you're right, Hacienda had been in good form as well. After a disastrous few months, he had turned the corner and managed to rack up some good results. Yeah. So they really didn't see that coming at all. No. But um, yeah, Matt must be thinking, where the fuck's that been all season? <laughs> um, they've showed flashes of it now and then. Um, and it just shows you what they're capable of so yeah hopefully that gives them the impetus to carry on and, and build again and go next year we were looking at South London Panther season and if you put the Sporting Club Thamesmead results back into the table then they're comfortably mid-table they're never relegation candidates so I guess if you look at it that way in context um, they've been a mid-table side for most of the season like MSL I think will end up finishing in the mid-table um, South London Panthers the same uh, and Matt thought that was a fair a fair comment. So, yeah, well done to Matt Hacienda. Uh, I mean, the, the, if they finished in the top five, if what happens happens over the summer, we could see a few of these boys in the senior division anyway. Uh, we'll need to make up some numbers uh, in that division next year. Uh, Sports King wins 6-1 against Groundhoppers. And I think failing a loss by a 36 or something goals against Elmstead this weekend... Um, they are. They will be promoted. Uh, they may be promoted as champions as well if the second game goes their way. But yeah, I think they need a 36-goal swing um, against Elmstead over the two games, um, which might be too much to ask of the Elmstead lads. But a good win against, against Ground Oppers who seem to have downed tools uh, for their season. Also, after a heavy defeat last week, I believe, against Hacienda. Uh, in Division 1, LIC uh, lose 6-3 to Lesser Albion, a big win for the boys at Lesser, who promised so much at the beginning of the season. It looked like this was their year where they'd found their feet again and were going to push, and that hasn't happened. So a relief for them with the 6-3 win I yesterday. I think that's them safe, and which means Royal Southwark finishing the bottom three. I think. 
Really? Yeah, Royal Celtic against Hatcham Royals has been postponed for about four weeks in a row. Um, so, but I think that the gap's four points now, and I'm sure that's Royal Celtic's last game. I might be wrong, but from what I kind of saw when I looked briefly earlier, so if that's the case, it's an excellent win for Lesser, getting that over the line. A massive win for Lesser, and I got to say that's a shock. Um, that's a shock, shock finish for Royal Celtic. If that's the truth, uh, obviously we'll do our homework next week. We never do it. We never do it in time. In Div 2, Jeslast lose 6-1 to impressive uh, LSU Lions, Jamie. A, a team that we didn't expect to do anything. Started slowly, um, but win after win after win, and they are looking like they could be uh, promotion candidates if things go their way. Nowhere. I mean, uh, no disrespect to them, but just from the two games that we've played against them, the, I wouldn't have put them as promotion candidates. Yeah. However... <clears throat> um, results speak louder than me and uh, that's a fantastic <laughs> result to go away to has lost in 1-6-1 so um, yeah fair play to them uh, th- they've got those wins on the board been very very consistent second half of the season yeah. and and they're fighting for their rewards well done to LSU Lions uh, one of the Selk 11 uh, chaps uh, Brenton plays for uh, LSU um, so we're pleased in a way to see LSU Lions doing so well uh, we wish the Mariners were up there with them, though. Uh, Manorwood win 3-2 against Alpington. Alpington's sketchy season, almost done. They've been so up and down all year. Uh, inconsistencies ruining their year. Uh, and talking about inconsistent, New Beckenham 1, Broccoli 6. Probably the result of the day in um, the Alpington and Bromley for me. If In our results of the week poll, that probably deserves it. Broccoli, Broccoli's first team haven't been great this year. Um but New Beckenham, Jamie, what the what the hell? They seem to have thrown it away right at the death. I, I, I don't know what's happened to you. First, first and foremost, congratulations yeah, and fair so, play to yeah. Henry and his boys because that's an excellent result. It really is. Um, really capping off. Uh, they've not been fantastic, but they've, they've kind of they've comfortably safe Broccoli this year, which yeah. probably the start of the year would have been more than I think they might have expected. So fair play to them for that. New Beckenham, I just, I just, I don't know. I just. No idea what's happened. Um, Chris McGinty for yeah. New Beckenham with 50 goals involvements. I think 21 goals and 19 assists, something like that, or 29 goals and 21 assists, something like that. Um, you shouldn't be struggling for promotion when you've got that much firepower. No, I mean, we've said that every week, the division that nobody wants to win, and it seems to be the case. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on for New Beckenham, but... They'll be disappointed. I know they're not carrying on next season, so it would have been nice for them to finish with that trophy, um, as Chris was saying, but it's not going to happen now. So, yeah, there's some, going to be some very good players available, though, when that team disbands, because I've yeah. seen some very good players down there in the, the games we've played against them. Absolutely. Uh, the other game in Division 2 was Westrum 3, uh, Phoenix Sports 2-4, and Phoenix Sports 2, really, the benefactors yesterday uh, from New Beckenham slipping up. Uh, and Alpington, uh, obviously, and um, LSU. I think it's what's the what's the chasing pack now? Blase so top. So Blase are top. Then it's Hayden and LSU level on points, I think, and yep. then Phoenix just behind, but possibly a game to play. Maybe I think something like that. Yeah, um, New Beckham can still mathematically finish second as well, I think, but obviously they would want the title. Yeah. Um, so the Division 2 title race is going right the way to the wire. Wide open. Yeah, fantastic season in Div 2. Uh, again, as good as Div 3 was last year, 
the teams uh, Div 3 and Div 2 this year has been fantastic in Div 3 this year Ellis continue their promotion chase with a 2-1 win over struggling Old Langlians it doesn't get any easier for them next week Old Langlians they lost twice yesterday against Ellis 2-0 uh, and 2-1 uh, a fantastic day for Ellis that's them well amongst it for promotion places uh, Crayford Arrows win 2-0 away at Tudor Sports Rangers uh, Woosh with a win 2-1 this week against Hayden Youth um, Reserves and Italia Wastil's back to winning ways we like to see that 3-1 against the Warren for Italia Wastil's in a season that they've improved but then if you look at the league table you wouldn't think they would they've had some really big results this season Italia Wastil's just a bit of consistency <coughs> Jamie just eluding them at times yeah, I think if there wasn't such um, notable wins elsewhere yesterday, that might have been in for a shout a yeah. result of the week because they, they have been struggling up near the kind of foot of the table um, and that one will help put themselves clear yeah, out of well, danger. Well done to Wastels. As I say, a big day that for Ellis. I think that's them cushioned in the uh, promotion places now. Uh, only Hatch and Beckham and Manor really uh, have pulled themselves clear uh, of the chasing pack <coughs> up there. In Div 4... Inter Milne 2, Crayford Arrows reserves for uh, a big result for Crayford Arrows as they chase the um, the title. They won their other game 3-1 yesterday as well. So a six-point day for Crayford Arrows. Uh, that might be the job. No, that's not Wilgar. Wilgar have won it, but you could be, I think, of... Uh, Crayford Arrows reserves, I think, of cemented second. And Crayway have promoted as well. Crayway have got promoted. So congratulations to all three. Yeah, all three. Unbelievable. Uh, AFC Wilgar uh, with a nil-nil draw against these Wiccan Wanderers. That's enough for them to get the title. Uh, Crayford Arrows reserves with a six-point day yesterday are promoted as are Crayway after their 5-2 win against Broccoli Reserves. It's really good that that, that um, title has gone so late in the season because uh, I think those three teams have been the runaway uh, teams all season. So it's nice that that's all happened so late on uh, in the table. Uh, FC United of Bromley lose 2-0 to Hawksbrook Wanderers uh, Phoenix Sports 4 disappointing day for them yesterday 7-0 loss to Ministry of Ball who will be gutted to miss out because Jamie they've had some real eye catching results and they were by far the best of the rest yeah they were just keeping up the table but just too little too late I think um, but showing their quality with a big win against a good team there absolutely um, very good win for Ministry of Ball Bexy Athletic had a six-point day yesterday, a walkover given to him uh, by Kelsey Park, and a 2-0 win of SE Ballers. Uh, make it a good day for Bex Athletic, who end the season comfortably uh, in the middle of Division 5. Well done to the boys. A baptism of fire at times uh, since a step over from, from Westford to, to Division 5, but proving themselves um, comfortable in Division 5 in the end. Well done, lads. Um Petswood Roadrunners lose 3-2 to Kingsdale. Uh, SE Lions win 2-0 against FC Peak. Uh, Hayes Old Boys and... No, Hayes and Pickhurst and Phoenix Sports 5 neither played this weekend due to um, postponed games. Um, but I think Phoenix Sports 5 and Hayes and Pickhurst play each other midweek this week. Um, and I think the, it's winner takes all, basically. Hayes and Pickhurst haven't won the title yet. Um, it's that'll a very good, that'll be a real good game uh, down at the King Henry School. It must be on the 4G, uh, but that'll be a fantastic game of football if no one's doing anything. I think it's Wednesday 
Uh, we'll talk about that in the fixtures later on in the show. Um, Hatch and Beckham Manor, though, I think the day belongs to them. In the Kent Sunday Junior Trophy in at, uh, Hat, at, Cat, Hatcham, at Chatham, uh, Hatcham, Beckham Manor add a second cup um, to their Vic Farrow Cup, Jamie. 3-1 win against, against Canterbury Red Stars. I mean, what a team they are for that level. We know how talented they are. Um, they're getting their just desserts now. They're getting their awards for, for all the um, all the work they have put in. They've played so much football. They've played midweeks, uh, Sundays, midweeks for such a long time. Really pleased for John and the boys. And that must mean team of the season. They must go in the, to the favourites now. Um, they're definitely up there as favourites, I would say. Um, and uh, you're right, it is easy to say oh, they're, they're too good a team for that level. But they've turned up every Sunday, most midweeks. Yep. They've got to put the effort in. They've still got to go and get the results. Um, and they have done it. It's easy just to have an off day and then all of a sudden you're out of one of the cup competitions. We've yep. seen it all too all too well and all too often with, with other teams higher up. So to keep focused and keep going and, and get to those finals and then get over the line um, with both the cups and obviously looking like the league will be wrapped up as well. Um, this is an excellent achievement. Um, so fair play. I know he's got a good squad down there, John, but he's got as much as he can out of them to get mm. the yeah. what's looking like a treble so fair play to him and yeah congratulations yeah well done mate Jamie I'll see you on the other side for the predictions with John for next week's games so back to the Westfa results for yesterday Sunday the 15th of May Gibbs, we're nearly there. We'll save the best till last today, I think, Gibbs. There's a big game that happened yesterday. There was, and I'm a Fred Jolly winning motherfucker. <laughs> uh, thanks for spoiling it. Well, uh, in the Prem, uh, Jam wins 6-2 yesterday. That game takes them, that result taking them top uh, of the division. Uh, it's been a long time since UTR have been off the top of the table. Uh, Jam with a game, one game played more. Fair play to Phil as well. Yeah, well done. Start- Starting to get the credit now he deserves and uh, that was a big result for them yesterday. Oh, 100%. Um, scoring six goals. He's been consistent as well. Whereas before, Jam probably weren't consistent enough. Now they are. They've got the players, the squad and um, they're playing for Phil, you know. And um, I'd like to see them take UTR all the way. It's a massive game this Sunday. We'll obviously get round to it. But um, double header. But you'd, you'd, you'd like to see him do it, to be fair. And um, all credit to Phil and the lads. Absolutely. Uh, in the pre- other games in the Prem, Meridian Sports 3, Borden Sports A1. I know Brid- uh, Borden Sports A were absolutely depleted uh, in this one. Uh, Billy ringing me and asking, does he think that playing reserve team players and all that is acceptable? And I said, probably not. Have a look, look at, um, speak to the league. And yeah, it seems like they weren't. Meridian getting a good win for them though. Uh, and what has been... Um, a season of finding their feet in the Prem. Well done to Meridian. Uh, in the senior, they've done it, Gibbs. They've finally done it. Metrogas sealed the title. In, an emphatic 5-0 Emphatic. I think it was 1-0 to about the 70th minute, I heard. And then um, I think the defence just fell asleep at Newcross. Um, we see this with Metrogas a lot, though, that the games are tight until the last 10 minutes. And then the you legs... Know, they're just young and they knock knock on that door and bang. They're banging down the door. They're <laughs> fucking kicking it down. Yeah. And um, they, they do everything for the win. And you know what? They don't concede a lot of goals. So the chances are, if they score Metrogas, you're just banging trouble. You better just sit back and hope that they're not going to score anymore because 
it is a long day at the office against them. And do you know what? I watched them in the cup final the other week and they have got some really, really good players. Like um, James Dyer banging in. Is it, uh, is, that, is, it, is it Dyer James, or James Denier? Dyer, 31 in 19. Yeah, he, he was quality. And do you know what? For a young forward, he is uh, he's intelligent, his link-up play, his attitude, his all-round play is, is there. Do you know, for a young lad, sometimes when they're good, maybe their attitude cannot be spot on or, mm. or they want to run through everyone. But he links up the play. He passes. And do you know what as well? Um, George Oldfield out on the wing. Yeah. What? A, I don't know if he's a right winger or a wing back, but the deliveries of the crosses that he was putting in. And it wasn't just one or two. It was like six, seven, eight, relentless. And these were quality balls every time, every time, just quality balls, um, literally on the, on the danger spot where the keeper can't come. Any any touch is in. Uh, they had a big centre-half as well who was winning his battles, winning his headers. And um, they're just an all-round good side and they're going to be a problem for anyone. As they, as they stay together as well, I think they're only young, next year or two they are going to be a problem as well they're going to be a problem for under the radar uh, on Wednesday in the Plumstead Cup great final get down to that one cup final yeah get uh, down to that one VCD 7.30 kickoff. be yeah, a great game that will be a good game uh, in Div 1 Red Velvet 6 uh, Crayford Athletic Neil Red Velvet top of the table that's the champion they were champions already Crayford Athletic were already second uh, so top against second in this one. Dead rubber though. Uh, Velvet taking a 6-0 win. Fair play though to Spencer and the Red Velvet lads yeah. because you know what it's like sometimes when a game's won, I mean when a league's won, you can take your foot off the gas. Players might think, right, I won't come this week if I'm yeah. carrying a knock. But since they've won the league, they have still grind out results and they're not gr- even grinding them out. They've been beating teams emphatically. So yeah. fair play to Red Velvet and Spencer. He's done a cracking job this year for the double and, um, and long may it continue for them. Yeah, interesting to see what happens with Red Velvet. Uh, next season, uh, we expect changes. Uh, where are they going to go? Are they going to go what, up one or up two, or what? Are we going to what? Are we going to well, up two, up two, up two. <laughs> I'd like to see them in the prem. I think they yeah, could. I, I think, think they could mix it in the prem. I the think big so. boys. I think so. We, with uh, teams being relegated or dropping out of the di- of the division, there'll be a few spaces to fill, and um, without hearing any rumours of new teams coming in at that level mm-hmm. uh, we'll be look, certainly looking at teams like uh, Red Velvet uh, as potential for Prem which will be really nice for them I don't think they've played in the top division uh, in their history as a Sunday team so that'll be interesting to see uh, in Div 2 this was my one yesterday Crocodile 6 uh, AFC Kingfisher nil um, give the listeners what they want weak dog where's the report where's <laughs> match, the report match report for me it could have been 15 uh, for Crockenhill. Uh their striker was getting in good positions um, but I mean I don't know if when he got home his, his wife or his partner dished up his dinner <laughs> a few times for him because he, he wouldn't have finished that um, sloppy in front of goal Crockenhill has to be said although they scored six uh, Peter Flood with um, a great left foot strike from 25-30 yards out um, I'd seen him do it many times before uh, many moons ago uh, in our Sunday team. Um, he stepped inside from the right on his left foot and I just knew it was going in. He started it bottom corner. Uh, keeper hopeless. Yeah, Crockenhill, um, for as, as well as they played, they, they had all the ball. Uh, for me, I felt sorry for the Kingfisher gaffer. The players didn't turn up for him. Uh, player sent off on a yellow card. Um, I could have I really cautioned him for the next challenge he made clattered into someone on the halfway line but I decided to try and manage him in the game 
uh, and then he gave me the opportunity shortly after uh, the, in the, as we started the second half. Second yellow, um, no opportunity. I gave him enough chances. You sent game. him off? Yeah, second you're, yellow. You're bad to the bone. No, nah, second yellow. He loves yellow. a card. No, More second. cards than Clinton's this guy. He loves them. <laughs> uh, it was fair. I should have. I could have done it after. He could have been out of the game uh, 35, 40 minutes, but I gave him another another rope and he took it and hung himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, 6-0 six, six to Crocodile. Not really a fair reflection on the game. Uh, in terms of chances, it could have been 15. And Dave will probably be nodding his head. Dave Player. He came on for 10 minutes at the end when they were comfy. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer appearance. Did he score? <laughs> no. No, he didn't. Uh, other results in Div 2. Uh, Forza's title chase. Falters against leaving Alpington Eagles. One all for Forza. They do have games in hand. Uh, but the loss to Eltham, Eltham Lions last week and a draw this week. Didn't they draw last week? Was it the loss the week before? They drew last week. They lost 4-2 to Eltham Lions, uh, didn't they? Yeah, I think they drew last week as well. Maybe they lost the week before, I think. I'm okay, not sure. Maybe. I might be wrong. But a little wobble for Forza just at the end of the season. They have got a few games in hand, so they should be okay. Uh, Alperton Eagles obviously giving it their all yesterday. Lee, Steve uh, and Arthur down there at Alperton Eagles. That would have been a, a tearjerker yesterday, I imagine. Yeah, I think they've got their um, last game this Sunday, haven't they? Is it this Sunday? Or is uh, that the last it. game? That's it, yeah. Oh well, fair play to them. They've done, they've done, they've done well. Lee and Steve and Arthur, they've kept the club going. They've they've been there or thereabouts, and they're a good solid side. And wish them all the best, you know. Lee yeah. and Lee and Arthur, wish them all the best. Good blokes. All the best going forward, gents. Um, Forza, uh, with a valid a valuable point, I guess it will turn out to be uh, if they do lift the title. Promotion looks like it's theirs anyway. In Div Three, uh, Abbey Mead Three, Borden Sports Westfar Nil, Abbey Mead into second place in the table, finally realising what everyone's been saying for all this time, uh, that they are a good team. It finally looks like they're going to get out of Division 3. Have we had a Jimmy Horney special? We have. And do you know what? Just before I read this report out, I'd just like to say, you know what? Jimmy's a top bloke. And um, we used to play together at Shamrock many moons ago down in the old LKB. And I've known him for a long time. And uh, he's been around grassroots a long time. And he's he hung up his boots yesterday. It was his oh, last game. Jimmy! So, um, you know what? I, I hope he's still going to go to the games to give us a match. I hope so. But I just <laughs> want to say, Jim, I wish you all the best, mate. And um, I know you're into the boxing and the refereeing and that now, mate. And uh, I hope it all goes well for you. Um, you're a top bloke. But um, let's get on to his match report. Uh, final game of the season yesterday for Baldwin Westford against second place Abbey Mead at the Meridian. It was a game we hoped to do what we had done in our last two meetings and come away with a win. That wasn't to be as Abbey Mead took all three points. Abbey Mead went 1-0 up on 20 minutes after good work from the striker who managed to flick the ball through our two centre-backs to then volley home from 10 yards. A good goal. Abbey Mead then went 2-0 up from a lofted ball over our left back for the winger to take one touch to fire past me. No chance to make a save. Two very good finishes. Borden had most of the possession in the first half, but we just couldn't get the shots away, and when we did, they wasn't testing the keeper. Half-time, 2-0, Abbey Mead. Second half, we made a few changes and put the pressure on Abbey Mead, but like the first half, we drew blank. Abbey Mead then, then found another gear and could have had a few more goals, but myself in goal was making save after save. A great way to end my football days, playing one of my best games for the club. The centre forward for Abbey Mead finally managed to put the ball past me with relief on his face as everything he hit I saved. 3-0 Abbey Mead on 75 minutes. It was a very good game with both teams showing each other respect throughout. 
That's all from me. 44 in July. I'm finished. But I have to say, it's been a pleasure to play for Ball and Westfar. And we'd like to wish them all the best in the future. And good luck to Selk and the podcast. It's been good banter all season with the match reports. Jimmy, that is absolute class from you. Yet again, enjoy your football retirement. Uh, plenty more. Uh, sounds like you, you'll be busy anyway, uh, doing your other hobbies and, and all that stuff. So... Uh, thanks a lot, Jimmy, for doing all of the match reports. The best match reports writer they in West yeah. All the best, Jim. And he's consistent with it as well. Yeah, we yeah, lose yeah. or draw, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's uh, consistent with it. So all the best, Jim. And as I say, top man. Quality, Jim. Thank you. Uh, in Div 4, Hartford beat Kingsford 2-1. That result sealing the title for Inter Belvedere. They were celebrating yesterday on social media. Uh, Inter Belvedere, Div 4 champions. Uh, congratulations to them because that was one of the toughest divisions this year we played Kingsford uh, in one of the cups you know how tough they are Hartford have had some great results went far in the London Cups as well Um, Inter Belvedere have just been consistent and consistent getting the results don't forget Barker they were top for long periods of time in that division they just ran out of games at the end but, um, um, the t- the four of them firing it out yeah. all season has just been um, it's been great for Westfar and they're they're all a credit to themselves and a credit to, a credit to Westfar as well. So it'd be interesting to see what divisions um, they're all in next year. But um, they're going to make noise no matter what division they're in, yeah. and they're, they're all good sides. Absolutely, uh, well done to Inter Belvedere. It's been a real good fight. That that sort of foursome has been a fantastic uh, fight this season, and it has made it one of the best uh, divisions to talk about this year. Uh, Southeast Athletic Maroon 5 Beacons nil. we got to the end of the season Beacons extinguished uh, plunged in deep water and absolutely disconnected yeah they've had a, a tough bad, year for a them. tough year for Beacons in it but um, they're gonna hopefully they'll carry on for next season and um, they'll be able hopefully they'll build maybe recruit and um, and go again hopefully um, it's all banter Beacons just because your name is a is like a light so we take the mic out of that <laughs> nothing to do with your actual results uh, New Cross Rovers reserves 8 uh, into Cross 1 New Cross Rovers win the New Cross Derby 8-1 into Cross of 8-1 Elva beating but they, have. they don't we don't like to see that though not in derbies you know what I mean no but I'm hoping that New Cross were Arsenal and Intercross Cross were Tottenham so um, we'll base it on that basis That's but New Cross reserves no, have uh, it's a good result for them and Intercross a bit up and down last few weeks. They had a couple of really good results and yep. then um, just faded off a little bit. But um, again, two good sides, and um, it's just all about it's all about getting out on a Sunday morning and playing football. It is, and congrats to Newcross Rovers reserves. Probably left wondering what could have been a little bit more consistency. They did have a spell uh, in the best division in West for the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network Division Seven, um, but yeah. Uh, just consistency beating them in the end. Uh, the Bourne lose 4-1 to Greenwich Hotshots. Come on, a Bourne. Uh, seemed to signal them leaving uh, Westfer on really? social media. I don't know. Oh, I, I thought they was gearing up to go again. I think, I don't know. Someone said good luck in your university league or something. Oh, really? Okay, I thought that. So I, 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 saw, I saw a team photo and... Yeah. Um, they look like they're just it's what it's about grassroots enjoying mm. it with your mates and getting out there and having a kick around win lose or draw and um, just enjoying it but if they are leaving then fair play to them they've stuck it out all season they've had a few heavy defeats and they've, they've always showed up so um, yeah. wish them all the best in their, in their um, whatever they do in the future again anything said about the the eight twos and all that it's something we say to oh, it's banner you, yeah. we respect every team that shows yeah. up on a Sunday you know as I say, win, lose or draw, you're there on a Sunday, you're with your mates and you're giving it your all. And if you're giving it your all, that's all you can ask for on it. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, well done to the to the hot shots. Come on the shots with a 4-1 win. Uh, 
Fantastic. End of eight. The Bosco. Uh, the Bosco, 3 all against Elton Palace. What an improvement for the Bosco this season. Yeah, definitely. They've um, they started off slow, didn't they? And um, they've had some really good results of late and, and picked up some points and they've beat some of the top teams as well. You just like to get that consistency about them and they could, they could definitely challenge next season with the results that they've had. But Elton Palace are a good side as well. So I imagine that was a cracking game yesterday yeah. for the neutral. Good game. Uh, talking about cracking games, Elton Lions reserves three. Absolutely flying at the top of the table. Champ, they're five, five fingers and, and four, one hand and four fingers on the title. Sporting Greenwich, four. Winning four three this season uh, for Greenwich. Mar- uh, Greenwich Sporting oh, Greenwich. Oh, Elton against- Lions. You said Footscray. You had the wrong one. Elton Lions Elton. reserves. Yeah. Four. <laughs> Elton Lions three, Sporting Greenwich four. Sporting Greenwich keeping it exciting in that division for Spring Hill. Lions, top of the table, absolutely flying. Uh, they won a cup against Spring Hill a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, uh, beaten by Sporting Greenwich. They need to get the title over the line because yeah. that's a big door open for Spring Hill Blues now. Oh, 100%. And these are the sort of results that make leagues great and interesting and right down to the wire. These are the results that you want to see. Not, obviously not for your own club, but for everyone no. else. Yeah, you yeah. Just wanna, that's the sort of results you want. And... Um, and fair play to AFC Sporting Greenwich. They've had, they started off really well, like house on fire. They slowly went down the league and had some bad results. But um, it just shows you though, what they can do on their yeah. day as well. And you just if you just get that consistency and, and then churn out results every week, you know, you never know where you are come this sort of time. But um, Elton Lions will be um, kicking themselves at that because it was a chance probably to close the door and close out the league. So I'm sure that they'll be wanting to put that right next week. Agreed. I think Elton Lions had the game in hand on Spring Hill United Blues. It was probably yesterday, so they've missed out to capitalise on that. Uh, two cup finals played yesterday. We'll start with the Westford Shield. Uh, Footscray Lions Vets add another cup uh, to their trophy cabinet this, this season with a 3-2 win. Yeah, I watched the game. They were... They were Over Danson Albion, sorry. Let's give the other sorry, finalists yeah. their shout. They were good for the win, Footscray, without create, creating too much. If I'm honest, I don't think they was at their best yesterday. Yep. Um, the keeper for Danson if I'm being honest not critical but he literally given their first goal on a plate um, he's he's just he's he's kind of saved it when he didn't need to save it he could have just caught it but he's he's patted it out straight into the into the six yard box for someone just to follow up and tap in um, and then Danson got level and, and being honest for the first half Danson probably were the, were the better side maybe not the better side with the ball but created the more dangerous chances and the Footscray keeper pulled off a good save it was right at him but it was it with Venom um, the Danson forward as well the skipper had some nice feet he was a good player I've not seen him play for them before but big lad and um, and then Footscray went 2-1 up um, again it was a good hit I believe uh, it was Mark Fowler for Footscray Lions it was a good hit but as a keeper I don't know from the angle I had I, I thought he should have saved you want your keeper I would have want my keeper saving it but again it's a goal it's a strike it's, it's a cup final it's all you want um, 2-1 and then 3-1 Footscray it went and then Danson always a threat in the air they had a big number 7 um, at the back and they're always good at set pieces they got a header back 3-2 of about 20 minutes to go and it wasn't there wasn't too many chances created, if I'm honest. Um, but it was a it was a, it was a good cup final. Fair play to Footscray; they're on, they're on for the treble. Do you know what I mean? You can't you can't deny anyone that they're allowed off days at the office. 
Um, but they've got it over the line, which is a sign of a good side to um, maybe not play at your best, but you're still getting you're still getting the results and winning trophies and cups. And that's the third one for them now. I don't know if they would have probably even dreamed of that at the start of the season, you know. But it's gone so well for them, scoring lots of goals and and the the team they've got. And they are a vet side, like they are an older side. So you know you're not playing against younger lads every week. So fair play to them. Absolutely, uh, they add the Westford Shield to the Mike Strong Cup already in the trophy cabinet even in the Mark Strong final they didn't have to get out of second gear really to win the game and it sounds like that may have been the case yesterday um, it would be interesting to see what happens to them uh, next year over a lot of sides Prem, prem. I'm hearing Prem <laughs> well they've only just come out of the Prem a few years ago yeah, so well, maybe that's fair whispers I'm hearing they're getting chucked back in <laughs> uh, the last game in uh, on the list but not least is the Fred Jolly Memorial Trophy this was between Gibbs's own Peckham Rye, um, whose record at VCD wasn't great, no. let's be honest. I thought I was going to get the chop yesterday. Uh, against Adidas Athletic Gibbs. After the Old Fortronians lost, you was you didn't barely say a word in the group chat for a, for a week. Mate, it guts me to lose at that place. It really does. <laughs> and I don't have the greatest of records there. No matter if we get there early, we have the warm-ups, we set up. Um, we just don't seem to have the best of luck there. So... Yesterday's game, we was there nice and early. Decent warm-up again. Had good words in the changing room. Like, obviously, don't go home with, and get don't get in your car after this game with shoulda, woulda, coulda. Leave it all out there on the pitch. Just The minimum requirement is to run your fucking bollocks off. Even if you could do it for half hour, an hour, or 90 minutes, just do it for the team. Do you know what I mean? Make the right decisions. We don't need heroes. We need a team. And um, the lads went out, to be fair, and... Um, we went 1-0 up really early. Um, Elliot crossed it. Tony got on a uh, header. Great start because, to be honest, in, in the t- other two cup finals, we ain't we ain't gone 1-0 up. Do you know what I mean? We've, we've barely scored one goal. So yeah. it was good for us. They got an equaliser. Um, they was knocking on the door and our keeper made some good saves in all, in all fairness. Some of the saves he probably had no right to make with his legs, but they were good saves. Um, and then he saved one and someone's followed it up inside the six-yard box. Um, one all that we've then gone two one up um, Elliot broke the offside trap gone through one on one with the keeper I slotted it away um, we're two one up we're thinking right this is good then uh, they went through on goal Dean's ushered the guy out but it was the keepers Nathan's come running out and he's just had a rush of blood and he's just the guy's running away from goal and Nathan's just slide tackled him and gone through him give him a penalty they've put that away 2-2 two, two at half time we've, uh, we've all come in the change room emotions are high being honest, we had some very choice words. What are you thinking at half time when, when the keeper's just done that? Are you, you, you thinking I'm, not again? I'm thinking if I'd won here before, I could kind of think, right, I've been here before, I know what to do. Only time I've been there, I've lost. So <laughs> it's kind of a case of just try and get your head around it and let's all adapt. But in the change room, I think the lads felt the same because emotions were high and if, there was a lot of voices, but not in in a not in a should we say a hate a hated way? It was a it was more of a passionate way because people just wanted to get it over the line. Like most of the squad have been there in the other two games as well that we've lost and know yeah. know the feeling. Mm. Um, so we sorted it all out at halftime. Second half we come out. Um, it, it was good. Uh, it was more. It was positive. It was good. Um, we went up game three two up. Um, I believe. Blimey, I know Tony got two. Elliot got one. Oh yeah, Elliot's crossed it. George has come in in the 
on the low ball, actually going down for it, and he's just got it with his knee, and it's, it's just gone in 3-2. Right, we're back in control. You're thinking, yes, this is the game. Like, we're there. We keep knocking on the door, then we don't get up. We keep knocking on the door. Elliot, again, who's like man of the match yesterday, he just caused the defence like so many problems. Um, he's put the ball in the box. Tony span, bang, top corner. We're four two up. You're thinking, right, four two. We cannot piss this away now. Do you know <laughs> oh, what I mean? God. Four two up, right? You're thinking, this is the day now. I'm getting my first VCD trophy. <laughs> you know, um, Charlie goes down injured. I've gone around to, to sort him out. Um, he's had to come off his Jardy's knee. Um, subs come back, uh, come on. As that's as that's happening, the game's going on. They've scored four three. By the time I got to the dugout, it's four three again. So. Um, like the team are running their bollocks off, like Ben, Luke, um, Tony's pulled up when he scored. Jack's come and celebrated with him and sly tackled him, so he's fucked him as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, Dean was quality second half. Jack and Warney, it was just like George and Troy. Everyone was literally running their ass off. Bob was in the middle, in the 10, like running everywhere, and we was doing everything we could. And then, um, like, we've cleared, cleared it, and about 20, 25 yards out, this geezer's it. It's going at, at Nathan, right at him. Like you think he's just got to bring it into his chest, but he's just been watching too much Italian football and Spanish football, and he's tried to parry it out, and um, he's sort of bringing it in, and he's it's just it off the side of his glove and gone in. And when it's happened, it's God. four, it's four four. They've got the momentum from being two goals down. You're thinking, I'm, I'm just fucking done. I don't know what to do. Now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like you, you're just thinking four four in a cup final. Like everyone in the like, if you're there as a neutral, you're thinking. Fuck me, what a great game. Yeah. If you're managing it and you're thinking I was 4-2 up now, I'm 4-4, it was fucking horrific, mate, honestly, on the mm. sideline because you just, you, you, my veins were popping out of my head. I probably lost more air. My air started receding from the back. It was just fucking, <laughs> it was um, it was crazy. And um, the boys carried on going, a fair play to them. Um, 90 minutes up, uh, went to penalties. We had George step up first. Uh, their keeper saved it. Nathan then made himself a hero by saving two penalties. So we knew then that we had to score our penalties. Then then we had uh we had Tony, Warney, um, and Pete step up, all scored. And then Troy for the winner, because they'd obviously missed two. And then you know, like you're just sitting there thinking and you're watching it and you're thinking, please, like we've literally had so Was many there no extra time. No, it's just straight oh, pens. Okay. Like you're thinking, please, like We've had so many chances to kill this game off and, and win a cup and just break this like hoodoo that you just wanted it to go in so bad. And lucky enough, the keeper just kept seemed to dive into his right. So he kept leaving his left-hand side open. So all the penalties just went down the one way. Um, and Troy put it away and the place, the place just went... Like, everyone just ran on. It was crazy. And we had, like, um, Steve and the A-team lads there supporting, like, Sam and Clay. And um, it was just it was just great. Like, people had their family there as well. Um, it wasn't a big crowd Sunday morning 10.30 but you know, we appreciated everyone that came down um, the officials were all spot on uh, Mick Kempster stepped up because the ref got injured um, and it was just yeah it was just top it was just top draw to be honest it was a real good cup final and it's so it's such a different feeling going back into that changing room winning from the two previous times that we've lost going back into that changing room everyone is just happy everyone's just fucking everyone's dancing everyone's singing do you know what I mean and uh it was just a, a big sigh of relief just to get that off our back, you know. And uh, I couldn't have asked much more for the boys. They all run their socks off. The people that was on the bench that uh, that didn't get on, 
um, the subs that did come on, people were carrying knocks and injuries. We was down to kind of bare bones in terms of some of the players that maybe would have been starting that was injured. Um, and yeah, I just couldn't ask much more of them as a squad. And they just proved themselves again, to be fair. We've had a little bump of recent weeks, but we got over the line yesterday. And uh, yeah, I just I, I couldn't be more proud of them. Congratulations, mate. Uh, it's got to be said. Uh, yeah, you've, you've definitely been a bit sheepish talking about the games over the last couple of weeks. He's been Hello. a different person in there, uh, definitely during recording. So it's nice to for you to see that. It's been some good, there's been some good wins for you in the Fred Jolly. Probably all your best wins this season. The yeah. most eye-catching games have come in the Fred Jolly for you. 100%, mate. We didn't concede a goal. Um, we conceded more goals in the cup final yesterday than we have in the previous five games yeah. of, the, of the Fred Jolly. We beat... Bexley Wanderers 4-0. We beat Woolwich 90 3-0. Um, we drew 2-2 with Rising Talents and won on penalties. We beat Granite 2-1. Um, and there was another... Oh, and we beat um, Elton Palace 8-0 as well. Oh, okay. So we've had a good run to the final. Like the first three games, we didn't concede a goal. Um, and then Granite in the semi-final was probably... Had, it was a game that we was up for. But in terms of the game where we come back from being basically out of the game was against Rising Talents because we was 2-0 down in that game. Yeah. Got back to 2-2, one on pens in the quarterfinal, then semi-final, Granite, and then, mate, it was just like sometimes it was, it was just written because they'd had about four off the line, do you know what I mean? We were kind of um, hitting on the counter. They was kind of on us, on us, on us, do you know what I mean? Um, ben saved about three or four off the line that day, um, the centre midfielder. So it was just... Um, Sometimes you just think, yeah, I mean, and all out of all the trophies we was in, in the West for Shield and our League Cup, this was the one that we thought was a free hit type thing. We didn't, if we was honest, not that we, we didn't back ourselves to win, but we knew it would be a lot harder to win. So to come out saying, yeah, you've won the Fred Jolly, is a, it's a great achievement yeah. for us. Do you know what I mean? It's a good one. And um, unlucky to Adidas, they've had a good run in the Cup as well. They beat some good teams on their way to the final. They are a tough side and they're they've side. been there as well. They was there last week and they won a Cup against Sig Cup. Um, and they're probably on course to win their league as well. So lots of football to play. Lots yeah. of football to play, like midweek games and stuff. But they are a real tough side to play. Honestly, they're they're, they're a good side. Well done, mate. Uh, we'll speak in a minute for the predictions with Mark Dolby. Cheers, mate. Next up is the quarter municipal section with Roger. Uh, Roger, a busy day in the Croydon Municipal yesterday uh, over at AFC Croydon. Uh, Athletic, sorry. Um, two cup finals played, the Intermediate Cup and the Senior Cup. Uh, yep. And two excellent games. Probably one going as expected, but much tighter than, than we expected. And the other going with, um, I think, a team who thoroughly, in, in, uh, what's the word? They thoroughly deserved something for the brilliant season that they'd had. Uh, into the Intermediate Cup first, Albo against Dynamo Duppers. This was first against second as it finished in Division 2 this yep. season. Albo um, scoring loads of goals and, and having a great season. Dynamo Duppers, as we said in the season, we've done them a massive injustice uh, by yep. not really seeing, seeing uh, them coming up up in the, uh, the rails behind Elbow. They finished two points behind Elbow, uh, a plus sixteen goal difference. So, um, an Elbow with a plus thirty-seven, a massive um, season for Elbow. But Dynamo Duppers get the job done in the cup final 
in the yep. Intermediate Cup final with a 4-3 win in extra time. Uh, free all at full time. 4-3 to Duppers um, in the uh, in the end. Uh, if you had to pick between a league title and, and obviously promoted or second in the league and a cup final win, what would you choose? Um... I would probably choose a league title um, because, you know, you've got to be the best over said amount of games. Um, there's always there's always a little bit of uh, luck needed in, in, in a cup run in cup games, um, but take nothing away from that. You know, it's a, it's a fantastic effort from Douglas, but personally, I would always go with, with a league title over, over, a, over a cup win. Fair dues. I mean, Dino Dupper's league record, 16 played, uh, 12 wins, three draws, one loss. Unbelievable. Uh, and Dynamo, uh, sorry, Albo's 16 games, 13 wins, 12, uh, two draws and one loss. So just the one, the one uh, draw more for Dynamo Duppers. Yep. Obviously, um, Albo got the win on that day as well. That two points gap. I mean, it's, a, it's virtually an identical season, but they did yep. score about 20 goals more. The elbow lads did score 20 more goals than Dynamo Duppers. A fantastic season. I must say, I think I'd go for the, I think I'd go for the cup win and the promotion because um, nothing quite like winning a cup a cup on the day. Uh, yeah. And they've and given their given their league record. There's not really much more they can do. There's not too much looking back over that season and saying, you know what, boys, what could we have done? They've had a per- they've had the near perfect season. Only one loss, uh, and they won a cup. For me, uh, I probably I'd probably look at Dino Dupper's season and say. Uh, I'd, I'd pick that one anyway. I'm sure loads of people were shouting at their at their speaker saying, "You idiot!" Uh, <laughs> uh, but a good win for Dynamo Duppers. All the same, well done, boys, and a good performance from Alba. They were pretty. Uh, they were good Embrace on social manager, media. Um, was very complimentary in the managers' chat about Alba United. Said they were probably the better team on the day. Um, you know, they probably deserved the win, but Dynamo Duppers got the win. So, you know, it says it all about him. Really, um, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a great guy. They are a fantastic team, um, as are Alba United. You know, it, what, what a cup final it must have been. Yeah, would be a good one. Um, but yeah, unlucky to Albo. Uh, and yeah, having met Emrys uh, once as, a, as an assistant referee in a game for me, uh, and uh, spoke to him before on a podcast, he is a top guy and, he, and he's a proper ambassador for the, uh, from the, for the Quirden Municipal uh, League as well. So yeah, well done. If anyone deserved the a win on Sunday. It was you, Emrys. So yeah, well done, mate. Uh, the like the afternoon kickoff was a senior cup, and that was between Croydon JFC and Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, on paper, a close game uh, was expected. Uh, we know on their day, Croydon JFC are a fantastic team, especially in cups where they've had all of their joy this season. Yep. Um, after a three-all draw in full time, uh, it went to penalties, and Addiscombe Casuals winning 5-3 on penalties if social media is to be believed. Yeah. Uh, and the casuals lift the cup. Again, they've had a fantastic year where the league table shows them third, but they took Spartan. They they could have won the, the league with the, with two games left if they could have beaten Spartans, yeah. um, but they didn't manage that. So they finished third. Um, two cup finals for Addison Casuals. One is one against uh, Quinn and JFC. Uh, and a good a good season that tops off a good season so far for Casuals, Roger. Next week, if they do win, uh, we'll get to that in the next section. We won't be predicting the cup finals again, by the way. Um, but if they win two cups and finish third in the Croydon 
uh, Municipal Prem. It's an That's unbelievable season, isn't it? Yeah, and um, at the start of the season, they were struggling for numbers. Uh, their first, I think it was their first three or four games they lost, um, and they were lost quite heavily, I think. Um, so, I mean, the turnaround they've had, especially since Christmas, since the New Year, it's been it's been extraordinary. Um, some of the results they had, um, you know, most, the, the most notable one was the, what was it, 7-7-7-2? Seven, 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 two. Seven, two. Seven, two against Spartans, yeah. Um, you know they 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 put a they've put a really good run of results together. Um, they deserve the cup victory. Um, can they make it two cups? I'm inclined to say yes. Um, but yeah, what a fantastic season they've had. It's been a great season, and as you say, uh, they did lose some of their games heavily. But against Quad and JFC this season, they seem to have had the better of them with four nil wins uh, and five two wins in the league. Uh, perhaps they had Quad and JFC's uh, number all along and they got the win yesterday on penalties uh, not the best way to lose a, a cup final but it's certainly the best way to win it in the rain yesterday uh, that must have felt brilliant yeah I see the, yeah I see the boys celebrated like they, like they, like they meant it uh, I think that was out to all hours um, I'd, be, I'd be surprised if any of them made it into work this morning um, <laughs> yeah like you said what a way to win a cup final on penalties um, going through 90 minutes and then extra time and then to, then to top it off with a, with a penalty shootout win must have been some day for them. I didn't mean to rub that in because of Chelsea's result on the weekend, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I'm a, I'm a Chelsea ladies fan now anyway. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's easy. That's an easy choice to make at the moment, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rog, no game for you boys uh, this week. So I'll see you straight away on the other side for the uh, the prediction of the other two uh, the two last cup finals and the closing of the quarter municipal season. Yes, sir. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So now back with Graham and the Southern Sunday section. Uh, the predictions again. We are uh, Supreme Trophies Graham Dodd Premier heavy on the uh, predictions this week because it's again a three-way uh, race for the title um, now. So we're going to concentrate again on the title. Please don't accuse us of only concentrating on the top division. That's just simply not true. Only in no, the last I two weeks. No, only in the last two weeks, and actually, a lot of everything else, more or less, is unresolved is resolved in the other divisions. And you know, we've got three games to focus on in the Premier. And as you say, the team in first, the team in second, the team in third could all win the league. So yeah, absolutely, it deserves the focus. And then we've got a, a League Nine focus. So no, it's not all about the Premier. The Premier has been. It's been we've we've sort of not even we've not concentrated on it the whole time we've been recording. I think recording, we've mocked really. it a little bit. I think we've mocked it a little bit and said this is the league that no one wants to win. And I think because there is so much uncertainty. And if you mm. look at the if you look at the results, you know, two defeats, three defeats, five defeats, two defeats. Everybody has been beating everybody. I mean, it's been very unpredictable. So I think, I think you know, it, there's no real pattern to that Premier this year. It, it's you know, you'd have said even four or five games ago you've still got no idea about what way it's going to go, which made it really difficult mm. to focus on what were the, going to be the key games because they were all key games because everyone was beating everybody. Absolutely. So, so I'm not going to apologise anyway. I don't, as you said quite rightly in the last section, I don't have to answer to anybody. I quite your... like this. I'm adopting this now. 
it's your prerogative to pick the games and concentrate on the divisions each week that you want to that Thank you, you want much. to. You pick the games. You're the you're the contributor. I'm just going to pass the buck and give you all of the responsibility. I, I'm just the football administrator. That's no problem. Remember, any complaints, please send to graham.rodber <laughs> at southernsunday.co.uk. I actually got one this week. Oh, did you? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> it's a fake email address. Nearly got you. Okay. Right. Let's the do games, it. The games this week. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll read out all three games and then we'll go through the form of each of the teams. So the three games this week are AFC Ballum against Parklife. Ballum must win. They can finish the season on 31 points. Um, Albion against Swag. Albion, sadly, already relegated. Uh, they're down. They're playing championship football next season. Uh, they play Swag, who are fourth. Uh, 27 points. They can get to 30. Um and Clapham Rovers are at home to Southwest Rangers. Swag beating Southwest Rangers 5 1 this week. Uh, Clapham drawing with Ballum 2 all. Uh, Ballum, uh, Clapham, sorry, can get to 32 points. So, Swag, anything, well, if Clapham draw, what's the, what's the scenarios here? Let's work well, this out. The, 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 I, swag are the massive outsiders, Andrew, on the fact that their goal difference is inferior to Clapham Rovers by five. Yeah. Um, and obviously, it, it's not done them a favour for the fact that they're a point behind Ballum, but their goal difference is better. I, I don't think that's necessarily going to come into it. Um, I mean, the scenario is, is Clapham Rovers win. Obviously, if they win the league, they will obviously win the league. Yep. If Ballum then win, they obviously will have to better Clapham Rovers' result. And if Swag were to win it, they would have to better both Ballum and Clapham Rovers' result and then rely on goal difference, which wouldn't be enough because Clapham's goal difference is better by five. So no. that's why Swag are the rank outsiders. Swag definitely need a Clapham Rovers loss and a Ballum, a Ballum draw and, and, them, and win themselves for them to win the title. That's but we've the- seen the likes of Argentina go and do this. We've seen Bristol Rovers professionally go and do it where they've needed to bang in goals. Swag have banged in five today. Mm. You know, uh, you can't rule that scenario out. But And, and poor old Albion. Well, um, they can see goals, don't they? They can see yeah. goals. Let's but they have at, got the number over Swag. You remember the game midweek a few weeks ago. That's right. Let's look at some of the detail uh, for Ballum and for Parklife. Ballum's season, uh, it all comes down to this. 15- I mean, let's be honest. Can I just say right at the outset... Well done, actually, to Clapton Rovers and AFC Ballon. They wouldn't have been, they weren't the favourites for this Premier this year. They weren't the favourites. And for them to be going in the last day, each of them with the chance of winning it, I think it's testament to them because everyone was only talking about swag before a ball was kicked. Yeah. And now swagger going into this probably is the third favourite. So I, I have to give credit where credit's due to those two teams. I have to I have to be honest, and it's only because swagger playing Albion that you give you really you give do them a give, chance. Give them a chance, but yeah. they're 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 well outside. They're they're you know they're uh, they're four lengths behind coming into the final furlong. Do you know what I mean? They're they're struggling to. Uh, this is a big day for them. Well, if I mean they just need they need Clapton Rovers and Ballum. They need them both to lose and they need to win. I mean that, yep. they have to, but they have to better their result. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. AFC Ballum then the first game with them against Parkcliffe. Ballum a second, twenty eight points from fifteen, just a plus four cold goal difference for them after fifteen games. Uh, but they sit second in the league, showing the. Um, it's not been a consistent season for any for many teams in the no. in the Prem. Uh, Parklife are sitting in sixth, eighteen points from fifteen. Uh, they've lost nine of their fifteen games. 
uh, and they have a minus 13 goal difference. Ballam's last three, a two-all draw against title rivals Clapham Rovers um, this week on Sunday. Uh, they beat Westminster Wanderers 1-0 and they beat Albion 3-1. Good form for Ballam. They actually won their game before that as well it, uh, against Wimbledon Town 3-0, but a 7-2 loss to Southwest Rangers will be in the back of their mind. So they're obviously susceptible um, at the back. Uh, when Southwest Rangers have obviously had a good day to win 7-2, but that will be in the back of their minds, Graham. They won't. They definitely won't want that again. Uh, their top their top goal scorer, Philip Shill, has 16 in 23. Uh, Mark Upton, 13 in 14. It's a bit more, a bit more or less a goal per game for Mark. Well done to Mark. Park life season. Fell away, uh, I think. Yeah, they, they were, were up there. They were good at the start. They yeah, were they good were. at the start. Uh, their last three, uh, a loss to Southwest Rangers, a loss to Swag, and a big loss to uh, Clapham Rovers. I mean, it doesn't get much tougher than that for a run of I three games. I think it's something like five straight defeats, actually. I think if you look at it in its entirety, I think it's five straight defeats. Yeah, they lost to Wimbledon Town yeah. before that and Southwest Rangers again. Um, and they the last win, the last win, you have to go back to the 13th of March and it was a 2-1 win against Albion who at that time were in were rightly were, were in the brown were really in the brown stuff. So if you're AFC Ballon, this is a good fixture for you. Yeah, you're coming up against um I mean they played last week Parkluff, but they're absolutely in uh, terrible form uh, Parkluff. Uh so yeah, Ballon will want this. There's this if you if they could have hand picked a team to play, it would have been uh Parkluff Parkluff or Interesting Elvin, stat Andrew, they're the only team in the Premier Division not to draw a game this season as well. Yeah. That is good. I like these little quirks and little stats. I like to throw these little things in for you. That's why you pay. That's why we pay you the big bucks to, to <laughs> contribute. Uh, their top goal scorer, Owen Weaver. Um, he's uh, he's got his made his way to goal in between the defence, weaving in between the defence. Uh, Twelve goals in fourteen. That's a shocking. Uh, that's a shocking. Well, you lost your thread there, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Uh, so I'm hard trying to, to reel you in. What can I say? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the predictions then for this one. Uh, Hugo, let's go Hugo's first. He has gone for a 3-1 Ballon win. have to say that's very sensible. Uh, Dan's predictions. Right. Are we back to stories this week? Yeah, yeah. He's, even, right. done, he's even done a little introduction. All right, okay. Just want to say what a final day and end of the season this is. It's a bit of a shame that none of the top three are playing teams are playing hang on it's a bit it's a bit of a shame that none of the top three are playing teams in the top four we may need a new fixture secretary but what a crazy day it could be what do you think about that well let's see what happens when he plays his relegation game the week after <laughs> next and see how much sympathy he gets with from oh. me well well Ooh. well Okay, you've just let the um, you've <laughs> sorry, just, Dan. You've just marked you've just marked your card there, sunshine. Yeah, I'm you. like I'm like Ron Burgundy. I'll just read out whatever's put in front of me. Sorry, Dan. You're just going I'm completely unfiltered, and do you know what? That's what this podcast is all about. People often say to me, they go, "Oh yeah, is it, is it live? Kind of when you record it? Yes, nothing is edited. Nothing at all. I mean, there's a lot that's going on at the moment that's edited that goes out there, but I can confirm hmm. that this is not edited. Yeah, some podcasts help people. Some other podcasts help people edit stuff. They do, and then Andrew. Put it out. They do. I know. I've seen it. I've seen it. I, it's criminal. Right. So this one, Dan's, um, Dan's reason for this prediction. 
This is the only result I'm not backing the favourites in. I think AFC Ballum may get intimidated by the Dirty Pigeons and Parklife will love a bit of it. Oh, Parklife blur. Slight upset. I'm going with Parklife to pick up their first draw of the season. One all. Well, that would be very Parklife, wouldn't it? He's... uh, He's st- he's done the stat. He's had a look at the stats there and noticed the draws. I like that, Dan. You two, you two have obviously done your homework for the show tonight. Thank you very much. I don't, Some, well, I, I don't do homework. Someone's got to. Someone's got to. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you think know. this is planned? <laughs> <laughs> Fools, whoever think that fools. Yeah. This is this is this is off the cuff. That's how that's how good we are. Right, the next one. Good start. One down. Thank you. Thank you, Dan and Hugo. At uh, least his pun actually made sense this time. Yeah, it, I just, it actually made, it added up. But, and I quite like that song as well. It's good. <laughs> Albion against Swag. Um, Albion rock bottom of the division. They, they'll finish their um, a slight rally towards the end of the season. Three wins from their 15 games. Uh, two draws, 11 points for the boys. Minus 20 goal difference. They play Swag. Um, Albion do have the scalp of, of Swag. Uh, in their back pocket from earlier in the season. Swagger fourth, 27 points from 15. A plus 12 goal difference helped by that 5-1 win against Southwest Rangers um, today. Uh, so well done to them. Albion's last three uh, have been a 3-1 loss to Albion. Uh, a 3-1 loss to Ballum, sorry, last week. Uh, a 4-2 win against Swag um, some time ago now, a month ago in a midweek game. And the game that I managed to referee uh, on the Southern Sunday, uh, a 5 0 win at home to a 5 0 loss at home to Clapham Rovers. Uh, and I must say, yeah, Albion didn't have very much about them uh, on that particular day. Uh, James Tippett has nine goals in 13 for Albion. Harry Carly, Har- Harry Carlisle, sorry, has, ten, has seven in 10. Uh, Ali Ramazani has three in six. Uh, not big numbers in terms of goals for the Albion boys. Uh, Swag, we've looked at them quite a few times, so some of these names may uh, stay in the mind. They've won 5-1 in their last game today, uh, a 2-0 against Westminster Wanderers in tribute to the man himself, and they beat Parklife 2-1. Um, so three wins out of three for Swag. Actually, it's four wins out of four uh, before a 2-1 loss to Clapham Rovers at the end of April. They'd be uh, kicking themselves for that draw against Westminster, aren't they? Absolutely. That's that's the thing that's making them outsiders for this for this. Can championship. you imagine if they had those two points? Oh my word! Exactly. I mean, we'd be we'd be saying how brilliant it was, and they, you'd they be saying how good it. the fixture secretary was, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. You would. <laughs> don't don't be hurt. Don't be hurt <laughs> and upset by that comment. <laughs> I'm here all week. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, Jonas M. Hatsian is the swag top scorer, seven in 22. Uh, Tom Clement, six in 10. Uh, Louis Duncan, or Lewis Duncan, six in 19. I'm sure I make that mistake every time I read your name out. Mr. Duncan, apologies. Jules, it's definitely Louis, definitely. Definitely Louis. Yeah. Okay. And Jules Blackman, five in 13. Uh, we've no, we've mentioned the uh, goal scorers in swag. Usually there's a standout. Um, but they seem to have a pack of players who scored five, six and sevens, um, which I guess isn't terrible. Um, but yeah, it could be the thing that makes them miss out next Sunday. Uh, the predictions. Let's go with Dan first. I didn't give my prediction for. No, you didn't actually. What was the game again? 
I'll you didn't it give him for AFC Ballum against Park Life. I'm going to go 2 1 to Ballum. Right. Okay. And there was a 3 1 there, wasn't there, from Dan, I think. 1 all. No, 3 one, one, one to Hugo. Yeah. And 1 yeah, all. That's fine. Yeah. Right. Albion swag. So I'll go first on this one. Swag to win 3 1. I think that'll be the score. Uh, Dan. Can't see beyond swag for this one at all. Albion will have pie, mash, and liquor on their faces, and swag will saunter off after 90 minutes. Saunter off after 90 minutes. Swag to win 4 0. Yeah, I've got to say, I can see swag uh, really going for this on Sunday. And Albion, um, I think. We'll just be glad to see the end of 90 minutes next week. It's going to be a tough day. I'll go, I'll stop short of saying what I say in other sections of the podcast that this could be a massacre. massacre. I don't yeah, think it, I don't think word, it, yeah. I don't think it will be. Um, but I can see a comfortable win for swag reflected in my prediction and Dan's. Um, Hugo has gone for a 3 2 Albion win. <laughs> what does he know uh, he doesn't know anything <laughs> <laughs> I think he's full of burger and knackered from cup finals with that with that prediction I no, think you could be right I think he's I think he's he's cooked isn't he? he's done he's done uh, he might be right though who knows I mean stranger things have happened on the final day haven't they exactly the next one uh, probably the game of the day in the Prem this one's bringing together uh, the old champions and the potential champions elect uh, Clapham Rovers, certainly in the driving seat going into this one on Sunday. Uh, Clapham Rovers against Southwest Rangers. Obviously, Southwest Rangers were the last crown champions of this division uh, before uh, before that little thing called COVID came along and, and ruined Sunday league football for two years. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Well, we've forgotten about it now, haven't we? Oh, I wished I had. Well, yeah, it's true. Uh, so this one, Clapham Rovers sitting top. Uh, they're the home team. Uh, they have 29 points from 15. Uh, eight wins, five draws and two losses. Uh, 47 scored, but 30 conceded. So they're averaging three, two wins throughout the whole season. Um, it's very strange. A plus 17 goal difference. Um, Southwest Rangers uh, really recovered well in the last month. They're finishing the season strong, obviously using these games to gear up for next year which is important to do, uh, it, yep. keep get the momentum going, uh, get into pre-season uh, in good form is always And they're honouring the fixtures. They've got nothing to play for and they're honouring these games, Andrew. And you know what? I, I thank them dearly for that. And yeah. other teams could take a leaf out of their book. Mm. Yeah, they're fifth. Uh, they have 23 in 15, a minus one goal difference, uh, seven wins, two draws and six losses. Clapham Rovers last three, a draw today against Ballum. Uh, a win against Putney's first that basically knocked them out of the title race uh, and a win against Swag. That could be so important. Uh, they beat Parklife 6-0. They beat Albion 5-0. Um, they drew with Westminster Wanderers. Their last loss, you have to go back to the 20th of March. Other than that, it's been two draws and one, two, three, four wins in their last six. That's great form for the boys. Credit Westminster Wanderers here because they've got a draw against a couple of these teams. So, you know, they've kept it really honest and they've played their part in this. They, they haven't rolled over. So, um, you know, well done to Westminster for being consistent and keeping it honest. Absolutely. They'll be wondering where the results didn't come, why they didn't get results in games that they perhaps... You have to ask yourself that question, don't you? You do. Uh, Seb Finkel is the top man for uh, Clapham yeah, Rovers. Record. 18 in 16. That is good. Timothy Lewis, 
has Timothy Louis or Lewis, sorry, 13 goals in 17. Peter Boyd, impressive, eight, eight played, nine goals for him. And Daniel Henry has seven in seven. Impressive goal scoring there uh, from the Clapham boys. Uh, they play Southwest Rangers. Uh, their last three, a loss today against Swag 5-1, a win against Parklife 4-2, um, a 7-2 battering of AFC Ballon, just reminding, in reminding teams that they're still they're still here and they're still a good team on their day. Uh, they got beaten in the Frank Blundstone Cup at the beginning of April by Sporting Continental 4-1. Uh, but before that, not bad form for the boys. Two wins against Park Lafferman and Wimbledon Town, but they were handily beaten um, at the beginning of March by Putney. But it's been a good run of form for uh, Southwest Rangers. You can't look, you're looking at that, Graham, since the middle of um, March. Uh, and it's been a decent run, and, and that's been reflected in them uh, sort of catching up a little bit with the leading pack. Yeah, I think if you replicate their sort of second half of the season fixtures, um, I, essentially, I think, you know, with the first half of the season, I think they, they'd be up there or thereabouts. I mean, they're a very, very good side. I know they're going to have a bit of different management, I believe, next season. But um, yeah, the league is a better place for um, a strong Southwest Rangers team. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Absolutely, they are strong and uh, no one should look at the league table and, and underestimate them, that's for sure. Their top goal scorers, William Southwood, has 14 in 16. Uh, Conrad Attil, Attil has 10 in 20. Uh, Eugene Bongo uh, has 9 in 20. They are banging the drum about him, Graham. Yeah, um, Bongo. Was that a drink? <laughs> um, bongo was, but a bongo is a drum, isn't it? And it's just another crap pun. Well, yeah, you threw in one, so I f- you threw in one about a drum, so I threw in one about a drink. I mean, they drink it in the Congo, as they said. Good player, though. Is he a good player? Yeah, I mean, they're all good players. I mean, you don't get to <laughs> some of these teams. You don't get in these teams, and you don't score goals if you're if you're a bad player. They are, they are, they'll be disappointed with their season. Let's get that out there. But but on their day. They are capable of beating anybody in any of the divisions in the Southern Sunday League. There's no question about it. And hopefully they do what they need to do in order to get back to where they were. Because I tell you what, with Sporting Continental then coming up and Lazio then coming up, that's just going to give a bit of an injection and a bit of a fresh feel to that Premier Division next season. So Mm. um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it already, but we must have our holidays first. Are they going to have their day on Sunday against Clapham Rovers? Hugo's. Oh, well, let's find out. Let's see what you guys think. Hugo's prediction 2 1 to Clapham Rovers. Oof. No explanation with Hugo. He's just straight to the point. I quite no, like that's that. That's direct, yeah. Uh, Dan's uh, last game was a 3 all, and Southwest Rangers beat Ballum 7 2 not so long ago. So he could well pull off an upset. Does his homework. Could tell he's a teacher. He loves homework. <laughs> yeah, but I'm marking him quite poorly this week. Oh, yeah. My red pen is very much out. <laughs> Please see me will be on the report, wouldn't uh, it? Well, or not as the case may be, because um, that wouldn't end well for him. <laughs> However, the Rangers won't be able to stop these poachers from roving on their land. 3-1 Rovers to pip okay. swag to the title. Well, there you go. 3-1 to Rovers. What about you? I don't know. I'm really torn on this one. No, that's Natalie and Bruglia. That could this could easily be a draw, couldn't it? Any of it could be anything. I mean, who knows? They're tight games. Clapham have been in such good form. 
That was a disappointing. Do you think I was just going to say, I'm going to throw that in there. That's going to be my pose to you. Will they be disappointed for the fact that they haven't got it to today? And will that disappointment carry on into next week? Or are they going to use that as motivation because they've got a second bite at the cherry and are they going to go absolutely all out and, and, and do it? You know what? The draw that Clapham got today won't be as disappointing as the absolute pasting that Southwest Rangers got against Swag. So have have Southwest Rangers just put just down tools today and and thought that's it. I, I'll go for a Clapham win, and I'm looking at their goal difference. I'm going to go for a three-two Clapham win because that's what they've averaged all season. That replicates what they've done. Yeah, three-two Clapham for me. This is going to be a real good game, though. Uh, I guess they play at Clapham Common. Um, no, there is no Clapham Common. So I think he's probably going to play probably over at Riverside Lands in Chiswick. He's probably going to play that one, which are, they're not bad pitches over there. So we're waiting yeah. to hear back from him where he's going to play it. But um, yeah, definitely won't be at Clapham Common. It'll be a fantastic game, though. And yeah, 3 2 to Clapham for me, just looking at averages. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Swag were in good form today, but Southwest Rangers perhaps. So yeah. looking then at the aggregate of what all the predictors have said for these three games, where is the title going? Well, for me, I've said Clapham Rovers win, so they're going to win. They're going yep. to win the league. Uh, so that's Clapham Rovers for you. Uh, I've, uh, Danny Boy has gone for Clapham Rovers as well, hasn't he? 3-1, yep. And so Hugh, that's, that's two. Hugo has backed Clapham 2-1. So you've got a hack trick. You're all, it's all on you guys. If this is wrong... And this is all a disaster. Email selkpod at gmail.com with your complaints. They've all stuck their necks on the line. I have been completely neutral and I haven't given an opinion. All I say is well done to all the teams. Thank you for taking this this far. I can't wait. I cannot wait until all those I'm in control of those results next week. And I can't wait. I might drip feed them up to the website and just do them one at a time just to, just to keep you all guessing. I mean, they're, honestly, they're going to be like, What's the score on the other game? And of course, you're not going to know. And you're not refereeing next week, then? No, I am. I'm doing an afternoon game though next oh, week. Okay. So I will be able to, as when these come in, I will I'll phone the referees for all the three games, and I'll get the results quite quick. And then I shall say, don't put anything anywhere, and um, I might might cause a little bit of a a bit of drama on Twitter. <laughs> well, um, I'd it's like nice to point- when I'm in control of all the fixtures. It is nice. Whenever I give your email address out for complaints, I don't give a real email address. So I'm a bit upset you've given the real email address out there. I always give out your real email address. Absolutely. (laughs) It's on your Twitter. Twitter, So, you know. It is. It is. You can email us anyway. I just delete anything. (laughs) I just forward it on to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, League nine is the last one. Last, but very much not least. Uh, The Vauxhall Virgins have been a bit quiet over the last few weeks, um, but they now after their big win against Larkhall City, uh, have set up a massive game against AFC Old Town, who after some impressive cup games, we didn't know if they were going to uh, continue that into the league form. They definitely have. Uh, the Old Town boys doing themselves no shame whatsoever. Uh, they have two games left. Uh, they need to win both. Uh, Vauxhall Virgins, what do they need? One point, essentially, Graham, don't they, to be promoted? Oh, well, yeah, if you take that game out... Uh, what would they need? They can get to 41, but if you take that out, that'd be two points dropped. Yeah, probably one point. The Virgins could do it. So let's get, let's just have a look at the form. Virgins are second in League Nine, a brilliant season for them. Coming second to Deportivo La Caruña in that division is no shame whatsoever. No, they've, scored, they've scored a 
ridiculous number of goals. Not as many as Fulham or Mitrovic, but they've scored 96. <laughs> 96 goals uh, for a new team coming into League Nine is outstanding at any level of football, even Fulham. Uh, Charlton haven't scored 96 goals in three seasons, I don't think. <laughs> and they've got no manager at the moment, I see. But never mind. Manager. No manager. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Vauxhall Virgins, they have 39 in 17 games. It's been a good season for them. As I say, I think a draw for the Virgins is enough for them to be promoted. AFC Old Town, 32 points in 15. Just three losses for Old Town, two losses for the Virgins. Uh, the Virgins' last three games have been an 8-3 win uh, today against Larkhall City, uh, a three-all draw against Brixton. They were they were upset with that one a bit. Uh, and Rosendale Reserves got handily beaten six-nil uh, by the Virgins. Um, but yeah, Look at that been... result before there, Andrew, that three-three against Larkhall. Larkhall yeah. That's two points dropped. If you get the two points there, we're not having this discussion. No, we're not. And I mean, that was we looked at the Argentina loss against Mark against um, Argentina. Virgin's loss against Argentina and Marcus Lipton, a draw against Larkhall City, uh, and then a little wobble. They beat uh, Rosendale Sports Reserves, but I think most teams have beaten Rosendale. And then a draw against Brixton. Brixton are a good side. Let's not, you know, they've taken they points off of everyone this year, so let's not let's not underestimate that. They would have probably taken a draw before. Yeah, but in isolation, I think those four that four results represents Virgin's toughest sort of spell. Of the season before that, it's been pretty much. But you find that with way. teams when they get really close to it, it takes them a little bit of a while sometimes to get over the line. I I know that with the team I've watched this year, um, it took them a little bit of a while to to win the league. But when they did, my goodness me, they did it in style. So will that be Vauxhall this week? The big game. They need to come out for it. Will they bring bring out all their big guns? That's the question. Let's see their big guns. Oh, oh no, got them. I mean, the guy's a machine. This guy here, Nathan Onrate Wells has 28 in 18. I mean, that's a ridiculous number. I mean, that's what I said. I, I, I teed that up quite nicely because I knew that was coming. The guy is an absolute goal machine. Uh, get him in the rep team. Well, I, I mean, what did Mitrovic get? 40? No, he's, he's not that good. <laughs> Peter Owen has 10 in 19. Uh, Matthew Blakeborough has 9 in 16. Lots of goals uh, in the Virgins too. Um, they play Old Town. Uh, 32 points in 15 games, as I already said. Their last three, uh, a 4-2 win of Rosendale Sports Reserves, uh, more closer than they would have wanted to be. A 12-3 win of Renegades, uh, really, in the last two weeks. Old Town have played the two teams that have struggled most in the league. Uh, they beat Venezia Dons 2-0. That, that was the result that essentially put Venezia Dons out yep. of the title race uh, and a 3-1 defeat to Deportivo. So Old Town have played all the teams uh, up the top of the division and at the bottom of the division in the last um, little while. So a mixed bag from them. Uh, their top goal scorer, Mike Fargo, 11 in 13. Bradley uh, Hazley, 8 in 15. Uh, with two assists as well. So 10 goal involvements in 15 games. Not, not, not bad. bad for Brandon uh, for Bradley. Uh, Elijah Anderson has 6 in 12 with four assists. So 10 in 12 for Elijah as well is a great return. Uh, Reese Jones, Four assists, six goals in sixteen. That's a good all-round team effort, isn't it? Sounds it looks yeah, and you can you can see they're a good side. Everyone's contributing over at Old Town. So the predictions, that's why everyone's here. Um here we go. Let's go Dan first. Oh no, is 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 it gonna have some sort of virgin pun here? Yes. 
Well, it was always going to. Go on, <laughs> hit me. Uh, no clean sheets for the Virgins this week, I'm afraid. That was uh, always coming. The old town have it all to play for, and we'll be looking to give Vauxhall a good deflowering. That's pretty. That's pretty polite, isn't it? Yeah, I think we can live with that. Two one to Old Town. Wow, that's a big prediction. Very big. That is H- a big prediction. Hugo two one to um two one to Vauxhall Virgins. Sorry. Yep, Hugh, I thought we'd done that the other way around. Hugo two one to the Virgins. He did. Right, he so went. you got one result one way and one result the other. And yeah, me. The silk expert. <laughs> no. Next season, you have to. You can class me as an expert. Not this okay. season. Well, this is your um, this is your freebie. Uh, should we go for an upset for fun? I thought you were going to say Desmond. No, I can't see it being a draw. Actually, both teams haven't drawn very many games. Three for Virgins, two for Old Town. Pressure last game potentially for Virgins. It is pressure, but I think they, they... they drew against Larkhall quite recently. I'm going to go for Old Town on this one. I'm sorry, Virgins. <laughs> I'm going 2 1 to Old Town. So you're agreeing with Danny Boy? No, I'm not. I'm going 3 2 to Old Town. Right. Fair enough. It's going to be a good game, this one. They average three goals a game, they average conceding over one a game. Vauxhall Virgins average nearly four, well, over four, about four a game. And concede to a game. So there's going to be goals both ways in this. This, Yeah, 3-2 to Old Town for me. Uh, they'll have the bit between their teeth. Uh, and they know the win for them is very important. Um, so yeah, Old Town 3-2. Yeah, it, it's, it's SHIT or bust, isn't it? Because yeah, it we've got nothing else to play for. So, you know, if it's, uh, if it's a bit close or, you know, they're trailing or drawing maybe in the last 20, 15, 20 minutes, then will that, will that alter their approach and will they just go for it? And equally, from an Old Town perspective, if they're in exactly the same scenario, um, are they just going to go for it? So, yeah, um, that's my game next week. So I'll be able to give you the tail of the tape next weekend. So looking Brilliant. forward to it. Brilliant. Uh, so just looking through some of the fixtures for next week. We've spoken about all of There's the some big games fixtures. next week. There's uh, some big games. League Val- one is tasty. Yeah. Val County against uh, Junction Elite and Wimbledon Commoners against London Ravens. Uh, fantastic day of football in the Bob Dixon. Well, that could be League resolved one. next week. If Junction Elite win, they could be the champions. And if London Ravens win, then London Ravens will be promoted. So that division actually could be resolved next week. Oh, the commoners don't deserve to drop out. Well, but if the commoners win, then it's all to, it's all to play for. They go up yeah. to 35 and then London Ravens will have to beat Junction Elite in their last game on the 29th. So again, what great fixture secretary the Southern Sunday's got. <laughs> uh, Locomotive Wimbledon will play uh, top deck next week, as we promised. Hope. Sadly, this game. A bit of a dead rubber now with both both teams in their uh, places for the season. Merton Athletic and Magpie Recruitment lock horns. Will Merton Athletic give uh, Magpie Recruitment the guard of honour? Well, uh, whether they do or whether they don't, um, I, I doubt they will. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think for Merton, that's just a pride game. And I think both teams will be happy to shake hands at the end and say, see you in next League, league 3 next year, lads. Yeah, another good, another good rivalry that's being built. Um, all these divisions, the teams who go up together, uh, the memories and the battles uh, remain very uh, 
in the front of the memory and yeah we look forward to seeing these teams do battle again next season in league nine we've spoken about the virgins old town in league 10 now if i ever don't think were... it will happen i don't think it will happen this you don't think it will happen if it they does it could be in mexico peak and haven't played since the 27th of march i can't see them playing so this could be a walkover next week i, don't, I, I can't see it i just can't see it will it's that be st long. andrews done then St Andrews, that would mean that they're done, but the league's already done anyway. They won the division, so yeah, but yeah. they finished their game. Back that, that would on be that the one. lot. That would be the lot. So I, I don't Pekin. think they'll mind. I don't think they'll mind that too much. No. So your game next week is just the one. Then it's Vauxhall Virgins against Old Town next week, half past twelve. Good luck with your game, Graham. Thank you again for talking a little bit shorter this week than normal, but we've got much. We've had less results to go through uh, if, but I I was, could, if, if there was a possibility that I could talk more then I would have I would have stretched it out and I'd have talked more absolutely why not <laughs> uh, I wish you all the best mate and uh, I'll speak to you next week have a brilliant week mate cheers so back with Jamie and the Alpington and Bromley predictions we're joined by the power of WhatsApp by well from with should I say John White? Uh, delirious from wins yesterday. Has he actually replied? Yeah, yeah. Wow. There was a 20 nil that he put in there initially, and I rolled, I sent him an eye roll emoji, changed his mind. So we've got four games as usual. Uh, we'll then have a look through the fixtures uh, for next week and pick out some games. Uh, as I say, the games are running out now, so. Um, we, we're trying to pick up teams who are, who are around each other in tables and all that stuff. So, first up this week, Jamie, what we talked about in the results section. Sports King against Elmstead in the Prem. Uh, it's going to take for a massive um, ca- collapse for Sports King to um, concede as many goals twice over as they've conceded so far this season. Um, or there or thereabouts. They're first in the division, 36 points from their 16 games. Um all but promoted. Uh, Elmstead, their third, 30 points from 16 games. Um, so a big... How does that work out? Have I done that wrong? Quite possibly. Yeah, I've done that wrong. Um, I haven't got time to look. Uh, it's just close. <laughs> They're close, hang on. Let's have a look at the Prem. Uh, Elmstead... Uh, 30 points from 16. Yeah, Sports King, 16. 36 from 16. They've got each other to pay twice, of course, so 18. Sorry, my mistake. This is recorded live. Uh, both teams with two games left to play. No Sports King, six, six points ahead. Um, but yeah, 30, 28 goals, a plus 28, better off on the goal difference are Sports King All-Stars, so they're going to need that overturned. Um, Saha, with one left to play, can't win the league anymore. They can, however, reach 34 points. So Elmstead will need four points potentially from their last two games um, to get second place, which makes this really, really mm, interesting. Yes. Uh, form-wise, Sports King have won one of their last three games. One of those was a draw. Uh, losing out to Saha. Uh, and I think they drew... Who did they draw with? Uh, they drew with Hacienda. Uh, up and down Hacienda. Their top goal scorer is McCarthy 12 in 14 for him. Uh, Elmstead, they've won two of their last three. And Jordan McTeague is their top man with 16 in 17 games. A good return 
um, at the in the Prem Division type in the Prem Division level where it's been so um, competitive. It has been really competitive this season. Um, John has gone for a three-one Sports King win. I think Sports King will go all out for this one. Perhaps take the foot off the off the um, accelerator for the second of the two games on the last day of the season. I can see them going all out on this one. Three-one though. Let's have a look. Elmstead conceded 26 in their 26 games um, and scored 30. So just just over two, just under two goals a game scored, conceded just under just under two as well. Um, I'm going to go two nil to Sports King on this one. Um, I think I'm going to meet in the middle and go for two one Sports King. Two one. <laughs> I Sports think they've got King. enough to go over the line. But like M said, they'll push them close, given the f- the fact that they can still achieve something. Yeah, over at <coughs> over at, over at Green Court Sport, I believe this one uh, a big pitch. So Elmstead aren't are used to playing on a, on a big pitch down at uh, Honor Oak. So no surprises there. This will be a fantastic game. If I wasn't a referee in a blockbuster on Sunday already, <laughs> oh, I would be glad to watch this one. Uh, in Div Two, DC play Phoenix Sports Two. Um, DC football are 11th in Div 2 15 points from 19 games uh, Phoenix Sports 2 are 4th uh, 37 from their 21 games uh, a fair season for Phoenix Sports 2 and they can still uh, earn those promotion places one win in their last three for DC football um, and that was against the Mariners of Greenwich uh, Phoenix Sports one win in their last three one of those was a draw though uh, Marlon Ralph is the DC top goal scorer, 11 goals in 16 games. Uh, George Dennis for Phoenix is their top goal scorer, 14 in 19. Uh, Jamie, after their little bounce uh, in form, DC still find themselves in the relegation zone. Um, they need to win this game. They need to win it badly uh, if they don't want to be relegated. No, they don't. They're, they're done. Yeah, they're, they're relegated. 10 points already. behind. We need, we need points to play Okay, for. thank you, Jamie, for being on the ball. So, DC relegated. Are they really going to get up for this game? Um, possibly. They've not played for a few weeks, I don't think. I think they've had a few games postponed. So, um, they're, they're lads that, you know, they've got some good lads on the pitch here. So, they'll be itching to play yeah. um, and spoil the, the Phoenix kind of promotion push. Um, yeah. it's, very, it's so tight up there. With Hayden second on 38. LSU and Phoenix both on 37 just behind all played the same games um, so Phoenix really got it all to do to kind of keep up and I think goal difference might come into it as well so Phoenix will be looking to put a big score score on here for a win I think they will win it <clears throat> I don't think they'll quite get as many goals as they'd like so I'm going to go for 3-2 to Phoenix 3-2 to Phoenix John going 5-1 to Phoenix uh, I probably should go a W on this one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I'm PP. I'm gonna go for uh, Phoenix to win this. What did you say? Three two. Yes. I'm gonna go two one to Phoenix on this one. Uh, thank you very much, John, for your predictions on that one. The next game, Old Langlians against Hatcham, Beckenham Manor. Uh, John did predict twenty uh, nil twenty on this one first and foremost, but I told him that. Yeah, I mean, first of all, when I sent him, have that if he wants. when I sent him all the games, he said I can't be bothered anymore. 
I said, what you've be- I said, what you've bothered before. Mm. <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure he hit the 50 mark. I, I totted him up today. I'm sure he's on 50. He hit the 50 mark, basically, which is good. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, Old Langnians against Hatch and Beckenham Manor. Uh, Old Langnians 10th in Division 3. 17 points from 18 games. Um, Hatch and Beckenham Manor first. 40, ga- 40 points from 15 games. One draw and one loss. Uh, the the other side of 13 wins in the league. Um, unbelievable. Uh, Old Langnir's last three, no wins in three, and they've com- they've conceded six goals in those three games. Uh, Hatch and Beckham Manor, three out of three. Uh, two cup finals in there, I believe. The Vic Farrow, the King mm, Cup, and they probably won a midweek game mm-hmm. in the middle of that. Uh, no loss for Hatch and Beckham Manor since the 20th of March. They're on a real good run. The top goal scorers, both teams, Martin Ivanov for Old Langley 16 in 14, which is impressive. Yeah, good for, for a team, team struggling. struggling. Very good. Uh, and Piers Hannafan, 20 in 25 for him. Uh, but there's some big scorers in the Hatch and Beck in the Manor ranks. Uh, Jamie, John's backed his boys 2-0. Uh, that means he's confident because he never backs the boys to win. Uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's interesting at both ends. Old Lang Lanes have got two games to save themselves, effectively. Um, so they need to catch Tudor. Well, they can catch Wastels as well and Belmont and pull them into it, but those guys get extra games to play. So really, Old Lang Lanes are trying to hunt down Tudor, uh, just a point above them. So not the easiest game to go into if, no. if you're doing that, aiming no. to do that. Uh, Hatch and Bacon and Manor, I think, Buoyed by their cup, recent cup success, it's only a matter of time before they they wrap the league up. Um, whether or not they'll be able to get themselves up to put in a big score line, like I think most people would expect. Yeah, who knows? But um, yeah, I fully expect John and the boys to do the job. So I'm going to go for four nil. Four nil, clean sheet as well for Hatch and Beckham Manor. Uh, I'll predict a clean sheet as well. I'm going to go three nil, more conservative uh, than that. But this could be, it could be. Um, a massacre this one if Hatch and Beckham are fancy it they do play midweek um, against Ellis that is on Wednesday uh, so lots of football uh, in the boys legs at the moment uh, maybe this one could be one too many we'll wait and see next week Benhurst take on Phoenix Sports Fives in Division 5 Benhurst unable to raise a team this week hopefully they can for this one otherwise it stuffs up our um, predictions uh, that's for sure uh, Benhurst are ninth in Division 5 28 points from 22 games started off so well for Benhurst didn't it it did we were, yeah, we were really pleased with how they were doing but they just fell off a cliff didn't they and they're, they're sitting in ninth now which is not exactly great for a 13 team league but um, yeah hopefully they can get the final games played absolutely Phoenix Sports 5s are second 56 points in 21 uh, games for them 101 goals scored in those 21 games, um, Phoenix Fives. They play Hayes and Pickhurst on Wednesday at King Henry School. Uh, half six kickoff. Um, that's a lovely game of football. I think it's winner, basically winner takes all in the title race. Yeah, you think so. I mean, we saw Hayes and Pickhurst in the final, didn't we? And we were both impressed by them. Yeah. Decent little, tidy little side. Yep. So, um, for Phoenix to be pushing them all the way, they can't be too bad themselves. So, that should be a really nice game uh, on Wednesday. Should do. Uh, no no, no mm-hmm. wins in their last three for Benhurst. Uh, one of those was a draw, though. They've conceded 11 goals in those three games. 
Uh, Daniel Ramsey cooking up 10 in 13. Uh, Phoenix Sports Fives, they've won two of their last three. Uh, James Ryan, 28 goals in 21 games. 101 goals scored for Phoenix Sports Fives. That must be a record uh, through the uh, Alpenton and Bromley leagues. Not noticed anyone else scoring that many goals. Uh, obviously, loads of games played in Div 5, though. Uh, predictions. John straight in with a 4-2 to Phoenix Fives. Um, it will be more than that. This could be a massacre. Uh, this John actually did say AW on this one as well. When he oh, yeah, it. that's that's probably the most likely outcome at the minute. <laughs> uh, but let's play along. Um, I'm going to go 5-1 to Phoenix Sports 5. See, I've kind of shouted on Ben Hurst all season, so I've got credit in the bank here. 8-2. <laughs> 8-2 to... Phoenix. <laughs> oh, God. Well, if it is... I'm actually um, always thinking 8-1, but I'll go 8-2 for the romance. Lovely. We love that. <coughs> so, the fixtures uh, for next week. The 22nd... Well, the week commencing the 16th of May. Uh, some midweek games. Ellis Athletic take on Hatch and Beckham Manor. Ellis looking to cement a promotion place um, last minute for them. Uh into Division 2 is looking good for them uh, Phoenix Sports 5 take on Hayes and Pickhurst in an, a mouth-watering game uh, that will be a fantastic fixture um, East Wickham Wanderers take on Phoenix Sports 4 midweek as well uh, that is on Thursday uh, some games from for Sunday next week Hatcham take on Bickley Hatcham secured runners-up place on the weekend that will be a fantastic game against two long-standing clubs uh, Rocker Seniors may take on Essie Dons that don't seem to be playing football. Uh, Rocker or and they're getting their games awarded against them if they if any if they do play. Uh, MSL against Saha. Saha need that win uh, to see off Elmstead. Uh, as we've spoken about, Sports King All Stars. Elmstead is a good game. Greenwich Mariners taking on Alpington, a team that you've won against this week, Jamie. Yeah, uh, only one only one thing can spoil that one. The ref. <laughs> uh, somehow I've been allowed on to a Greenwich Mariners oh, fixture. I mean, there's, there's a dead game and there's nothing on it for either. Team. There's nothing on it. There's nothing on so it. So hopefully it's just a nice, enjoyable game of football. It should be. It should be. Westrum take on New Beckenham. New Beckenham desperate for a win if they want any chance of being promoted. Uh, Wastills take on Woosh. Uh, Belmont against the Warren is a good game in Div 3. Uh, Tudor Sports Rangers against Hayden, Hayden Youth Reserves is a big game. For the Tudor Sports lads, uh, East Wickham two games in a week. This on Sunday they play Brockley, uh, Bexley Athletic play the Colts. Come on, the Colts um, at Hall Place, uh, Alberton Colts season just falling off uh, at the end. Phoenix Sports four against AFC Wilgar. Absolutely unlucky to miss out in getting a call out for uh, on our uh, predictions, but we do like to mix it up. I think. Both of those teams have featured quite a fair bit on our uh, poll, on uh, Jamie's poll. Uh, and SE Lions taking on Shortland Spitfires uh, is the last game. Jamie, thank you ever so much for your time. Pleasure. I'll see you Sunday, half nine, quarter to ten, something like that. Don't be late. Ready to, ready to do my, uh, my very best for you. And thank Alpington. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, careful what you say. So back with Gibbs and the West for predictions. Mr. Dolby so far ahead 
uh, Gibbs that he's not even bothered to return his answers this week. He's definitely not. I'm not Gibbs for this section. I'm a Fred Jolly winning motherfucker. <laughs> I'll, I'll respond. I'll call you the Fred Jolly winning motherfucker. That's <laughs> what <laughs> I like to hear. For the rest of this section. So, four games uh, this week. Uh, first one up is in Div 7, the best division in Westford. The fifth best division. And it's involving the Fred Jolly losing motherfuckers, Adidas. Uh, they play Sid Cup um, in a repeat of the Cup final, the Clinton Lindhurst Elliott Memorial Cup that happened recently. Adidas won 1 0. Adidas did win it 1 0. Um, sixth, Adidas are sixth in the best division in Westfar. 28 points from 12 games. Plenty of games for them to play. Sid Cup a fifth. 29 points in 18. Six games different between the two teams. Just the one point um, for Adidas to catch up with Sid Cup. Uh, they've got loads of football to play. Two uh, games, two from their last three uh, from both teams have been wins. So identical form. Adidas obviously losing their last game out to uh, Mr. Fred Jolly winning motherfucker sitting in front of me. <laughs> uh, Gibbs's Peckham Rye. Uh, their top goal scorer is Mr. Uh, Ang Baduba. Uh, 10 in 8 for him. Uh, Tommy Sharples for Sid Cup has 17 in 19. Uh, plenty of football, as I say, still to play for Adidas. I feel like they're going to be doing double bankers or uh, midweeks and Sundays for the next yeah, I th- few I think weeks they're playing now. this Thursday at um, Hall Place, 6.30. Oh, um, yeah, uh, they're playing there against um, Fleet, Fleet Down Mac. Okay, we'll get on to those fixes shortly Gibbs no Dolby this week so it's just me and you uh, after seeing Adidas yesterday um, they know what they need to do between now and the end of the season they need to win every single game they can to try and make a dent at the top of the table uh, do you think they'll do it against Sidcup I definitely do to be fair if you look at that they've only dropped 8 points all season um, in their league games um, I think they're a good side they've got a, um, attacking players about them and if you make a mistake they're going to be there to punish you um, I know it was only 1-0 in, in the, the cup final but cup finals are different you've got different players out you've got the occasion you've got people watching you there um, it's not it's a lot more pressure but I think Adidas will come away with a, a win on this in the league I can see it probably being 3-1 Adidas 3-1 Adidas uh, I'm going to go for 3-2 Adidas. Um, it'll be a good game. Good, oh, luck definitely good luck to both teams. Next game is in the senior. Two teams we've spoken about quite a lot. Um, all the games are eye-catching. Granite take on Metrogas, the champions. Uh, Granite are fifth. They have 16 points from 11 games. Metrogas, top of the division. By the time this game is played, they could have added the Plumpsy Cup to the trophy. Cabinet. What along. first season that'd be for them. Brilliant first season. They Bracking play the under trouble. the radar uh, on Wednesday. This one is Sunday. Uh, Metrogas first. 30 points from 10 games. It doesn't get any better. Perfect. Than that. Uh, Granite's form. Uh, one win and a draw in their last three. Just the one defeat in the three. Uh, Metrogas last three. Flawless. Uh, three out of three. Including the Pete Smith Cup win. And... The big win against New Cross last weekend just gone, which clinched the title. Um, they're on absolute fire. They they had a couple of weeks where they conceded some goals, so now they've gone and scored 
fives and sixes in the last few games without just conceding. Pointing people to the sword. I, uh, just, I just hope these cup finals and midweeks don't catch up to them um, with injuries and knocks. And it's a lot. It's been a long season. For them, I've now the title's done. One more game, give hundred percent, and then maybe rotate it. That's, That's the do. problem. So you're looking at now, thinking, will they rotate a few Sunday after the cup final? Uh, I mean, I, w- I would personally. Um, will Will they do this? Will they do that? Um, will they give players a rest? I'm. Do you know what? I think Mitragas will still have enough because I'm not sure. I, I might be wrong, but I don't know what more granite I've got to play for. Um, so I could be wrong on this, but I'm going to go Mitragas two 0 Metrogas 2-0. I'm going to go Metrogas 3-1, I think. Maybe not a clean sheet this week of another game in their legs. Uh, 3-1, Metrogas. Timmy Osabodu, 9-10 for Granite is the goal scorers. James Dyer, just to give him a shout out. 31 goals in 19 games. Uh, Phil, speaking to Phil yesterday after his game. He loves James. He said he's he's better than um, Sam Bailey. So yeah. that'll be a good game to that's see a, them that's too a, on the That's same a, pitch. a big compliment because Sam's um, a good striker. But yeah, Phil was uh, very impressive, James. When we saw him at the other cup final, he was even singing Bush Bush Gas. So, um, <laughs> he was, uh, and he even it was funny because at the full time whistle, Phil actually ran down the touchline, jumped on the pitch, and ran down the touchline and joined in the bundle when they was all celebrating. Oh my god! So uh, fair play to him. <laughs> I wonder why he did that in Div Five, the third best division, the best division. Danson Albion beaten yesterday by Footscray Lions Vets uh, back to league fixture against Old Fortronians uh, Danson uh, Peckham Raya Toplin Old Fortronians of course in their cup uh, win uh, Danson a fifth 20 points from 11 Old Fortronians sixth in their division 19 points from 15 um, Danson's form uh, two wins from their last three games uh, Old Fortronians one win in their last three. One of the draws, one of those games was a draw. Uh, one of them was a win against Peckham Rye yeah. in the cup. A win and a draw against Peckham Rye in their yeah. last three games. The, the Old Fortronians are a good side and it's disappointing that you only get certain players out when you play certain teams because the one thing I can say about my side is we've had the consistent players all season. We've not brought anyone that is above the level in for a certain game because we're playing a certain team. We've had the same 16, 18, 19 players, squad players, as we have all season. And when you play old Fortronians, you don't know what you're going to get. It's a mixed bag because they can call on some players that don't play for them or can't be bothered to get out of bed um, on a Sunday or they're busy doing other things. But then when it comes to big games or big game, uh, they've supposed big games, they'll bring it, they they come out, which I, I don't think is a true representation of your team. Um, I do think they'll have too much for Danson, if I'm being honest. Um, Danson are very dangerous on set pieces. but Alex Potter, the top man for Danson. 10 in 18. Obviously he actually did... scored yesterday. Oh, did he? He gave him an expecto patrolum. So, <laughs> so he'll be one to watch for overall trainings. Joe Richardson has 12 in 22. Uh, two good strikers on show in this one. Yeah, it's going to be... I think it'll be a tough game. Um if I'm honest, I fancy Old Fortronians to come out on top. I think it'd be very cagey. I think Old Fortronians 2-1. 2-1 Old Fortronians. Uh, I'm going to go for a Desmond on this one. 2 all. This one. Both teams. Season's gone. I don't think Danson can do anything. Danson, if they win their, their their last four games and we lose our last five, they can win the league. <laughs> oh, so they can still get into promotion places, Danson? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. the season's not over. 2 all though, I think Old Fortronians um, maybe have awoken since their cup win. Um, and Danson won't want to lose again, or maybe they'll just maybe they don't 
fancy it after losing a cup final yesterday. We'll see the reactions um, from dancing in the next game, but that will be a closely contested game. That's why I think it's going to be a draw. Uh, a big game in Division 2. Uh, Crockenhill picked up some form after seemingly being out of it and done and dusted uh, for the season, we thought. Uh, but they're on their... They're on. This is their last game of the season, I believe. Sixteen, the sixteenth game. Uh, they're third with twenty-five points from fifteen. Uh, they play Forza Greenwich, uh, second in the league, twenty-seven points from thirteen games. Three more games for the Forza boys to play. They could reach a total of thirty-six points by the end of the season. Uh, Crockenhill's last three games, three out of three wins. Uh, 14 goals scored in three games is decent from Crockenhill. They were definitely good yesterday against, it must be said, uh, a below par Kingfisher. Um, Forza's form, not brilliant. Uh, one win and one draw in their last three. Uh, they've they've lost two of their last 10 though, so that means they're in good form uh, for me. Uh, Jordan Clark is the Crockenhill's top goal scorer, 20 goals in 21 games. Um, he definitely weren't the striker that was playing for them yesterday. I think he's a midfielder or, oh, a, or a number 10, so that's a great return. He's. Uh, I'm not sure if he played yesterday. Um, I didn't notice. Um, but yeah, if, if he's quite clinical, uh, Dave will be listening to this and he'll know um, the player I'm talking about. He put everything over the bar yesterday. Uh, Josh Lee is the Forza Greenwich top goal scorer. 20 goals in 24 games. Uh Gibbs, Forza will want to get a win and they'll want to get it quick because they're running out of... They had games in hand and when you're winning games, uh, it's the games in hand don't seem to matter because mm-hmm. you feel like you're going to win them. They're not winning games at the moment. They've got three in hand in Elton Lions who will be looking over their shoulder thinking, we're happy for you to keep drawing or losing. Um, they need to get a win. Will they get it against Crockenhill? I don't think they will, you know. I think that Dave has had a bit of a rough few months in terms of injuries and squad. his squad depleted. Yeah. I think he might have got, judging off that result uh, yesterday, maybe he's got some players back now um, and they're scoring goals again. And um, they're a very good team once they get with their players out and they can score goals and it is in them um, to put teams to the sword. And maybe Fours having a bit of a, ro- a rocky patch. Um, I don't know if they've got enough goals in them to outscore Crockenhill so I think there will be goals in here but I think Crockenhill will take this 4-2 4-2 Crockenhill I must say it's a tough pitch over there at Crockenhill at the moment it was rock hard yesterday and very lumpy um, tough going I wore um, Astros uh, even when it rained it didn't seem to make any any difference on the pitch uh, 4-2 you're saying I am yeah Force <laughs> have had a great season though. from work, from have. like the last few seasons this is a great season and a great campaign for them I think they'll still I don't think they're going to win this week, but I'm backing the boys to win the title. Um, but I do think Crockenhill, after seeing them this week, will be fired up. And as I say, I think this is their last game of the season. Um, so they'll they'll be up for it. Um, no. Nope. Uh, oh, Crockenhill. What, what did you say? 3-4-2? 4-2. I'm going 3-2, Crockenhill. But it'll be a real, that'll be a real, real, real good game. Lots of goals in that game. Yeah. Be... All of it. Everything Sunday football should be. Uh, we'll see on that one. So the game's coming up um, over the next seven days. Um, we have Forza against Advent Mighty Royal. So another game in the legs of uh, Forza Greenwich, of course, before they take on Crockenhill. That'll be a good one, though. And they should get some points there. Uh, in Division 6, No Life take on Footscray Vets. Um, interesting that they chose to play that one. 
during the week. At uh, Mottingham as well. Yeah. Uh, under the radar, take on Metrogas in the Plumstead Challenge Cup on the 18th of May. Uh, officiated by a friend of the podcast, uh, Steve Hughes, uh, and his and teams and the, and his colleagues on the day. Uh, good luck to the refs. That is going to be a real good game. You got the best ref in Westfar. Loving uh, on beer, the game. loving beer, and loving lemonade. He's he'll, bringing his boy down, isn't he? He'll love a beer um, after the game. Under the radar, Metrogas is the best two are the best two teams in Westfar. Um, at the time of speaking, in my opinion. Uh, other midweek games, we've got the Ballers, South Ballers, South Average, called, they were called so long by Gibbs. So long, not now, though. <laughs> they are in one. They're quite a decent, <laughs> side. They're a decent outfit now. They've certainly got their acting gear, and I know that um, Brownie will be putting the, 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 the foundations in place to build on for next year. Oh, yeah, it won't be a walkover by any means. They're, they're, they're organised now. When a team's organised, they've got something to play for. They've got a spine and a backbone about them. They're not just turning up and all doing what they want. They've got a system and a strategy that they play to. So I don't think this would be an easy game by any means. You've got a Fred Bear squad, I heard as well, haven't you? Mate, we've got eight at the minute. <laughs> I'm going to have to play up front, I think. <laughs> uh, on the 19th as well, Big Ricky we've got Lambert. Fleet Down United taking on Adidas Athletic at Fleet Down. Uh, lovely pitches over at Fleet Down. I always enjoy uh, going there. They've got lovely big flat pitches uh, and you can't say that about um, too many places. So enjoy the day there, guys. Um, it's a great surface over there. Uh, we do have some huge games on Sunday. Jam UTR double header. Jam UTR double banker. Um, if Jam can get four points from it from this, then be a, that'd be amazing. That will be their title to lose, then, won't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be honest. It'd be good for Phil and Jam, and not only that, it'd be good for Westfar. Um, if Jam could leave it even win one of those games because UTR have kind of had the monopoly haven't they they're in their third cup final on Sunday yeah, yeah. they're top of the league um, not that you want to see anyone's downfall because I'm not saying that but it'd be nice to make it more competitive at the top there if Jam could get a win in one of those games so UTR I mean some achievement to go if they do go unbeaten for two seasons back to back unbeaten in the league is yeah. an amazing achievement so you'd like for the good of Westfar maybe for uh, for Jam to get a win there Interesting one. Uh, Baltarks take on Borden Sports A, uh, although I don't know if Borden Sports A squad still depleted. Um, Burridge Blues take on New Cross Rovers. New Cross Rovers looking to cement runners-up place uh, in the senior. Uh, that's a double banker as well, so interesting. Uh, Kingsford take on South East Athletic Maroon. Uh, Turk Ojak take on uh, Peckham Rye. Um, you should have the title done if you win both of those games. Uh, yes, if we win or draw Thursday, I believe the title. Okay, is so you need one up. point. You need one more point. Yeah, the underdogs doing the business. Foresters play uh, the the Footscray Lions vets in a repeat of the Mike Strong a Memorial Trophy uh, final. Uh, Hot shots take on the Peoples. Intercross take on Fleet Down. That could be a good game. Uh, Sid Cup Adidas, as we've already uh, spoken about. Um, and Elton Palace taking on the Bosco Gibbs. It's going to be another good week of football in Westfar. Thank you very much for your time tonight. Good luck with your two games this week. Congratulations be it with being Mr. Fred Jolly winning, winning motherfucker. <laughs> uh, it's been good. Cheers, man. All the best. Have a good week. So now back with Roger. Sorry, this, the sections are so short for all of you Quoted Municipal listeners. 
Um, but we did only have two games to talk about from last Sunday and only two again this week. But it does represent the completion um, of the entire season in the Coyote Municipal Sunday Football League after two um, COVID-ravaged seasons. Roger, the committee must be happy to have got all the league um, games finished and now the cup finals completed successfully too. Yeah, delighted. Um, there's been a lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes, as as there is in any league. Um, the last two years have been, um, yeah, not been not been good um, with with COVID. Um, so it's it's been nice to get a full season done, um, get two lots of cup finals out of the way, yep. and look forward to to what should be two excellent cup finals on the horizon. Yeah, on the twenty second of May, uh, at uh, AFC Croydon Athletic again. Uh, the two cup, the two remaining cup finals take place. They are the Croydon Municipal League Challenge Cup. As I say, a cup that we've tracked very closely this season on the podcast. We were given the the honour of drawing every single round in the cup on the podcast, uh, and we, we ended up with Bosjam playing Addiscombe Casuals uh, in the the uh, League Cup final. Uh, Roger, I mean, this is going to be a really good final again. Uh, yep. Unlike probably the other one, the Senior Cup, uh, Addiscombe Casuals probably go into this overwhelming favourites. I think people could still make an argument for Croydon JFC to um, to win. We've seen some of their cup, County Cup exploits uh, and some good results for them in the Cups. Um, Bosjam have earned their right to be in the League Challenge Cup. Let's not underplay that. But I think casuals are overwhelming favourites going into this. And do you think that that char- that slight change in mindset where they have been favourites before, when they beat Spartans 7-2, they went and played them a week after and got beaten. Uh, is that is that a dangerous place to be for the Addiscombe Casuals boys? Uh, I, yeah, I think it, I think it is. Um, but I do think that they'll they'll be desperate to, 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 to get do a cup double um, and top off like we said, is what what has been a fantastic season. I I, I don't think complacency will slip, will, will slip in. Um, I think I think they're 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 um, uh, a good enough bunch of lads to know that they'll have to be on it and and be ready for Bosch Jam who will will be desperately wanting to win the cup as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I do think I do think casuals will have just a bit too much for Bosch Jam on the day. So do I. I think we're right there. I think uh, we'll get to, we'll do a little fun uh, double bet at the end of the um, at the end of this chat. But I think Addiscombe Casuals would definitely be my pick in the Invitational Cup. Uh, that's the cup of the teams that had a few games left over at the end, a few dates left over at the end of the season, having completed their league uh, and other cup fixtures. Uh, Sandersted JFC uh, are the home team against P- PSG uh, in the Invitational Cup. Uh, Sandersted on one side of the draw uh, and PSG on the other. PSG, uh, the Prem team, finished second and Sandersted JFC was second in Division 1. Rog, you know quite a bit about Sandersted JFC. Uh, PSG, and we've seen them, they've continued to play friendlies against the likes of the returning, uh, so we hear, uh, Selsden Town. Uh, Can Sandersted do a job on PSG this weekend? Apologies about that. Um, no problem. Turn your phones on silent, please, for the recording. Can they? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a tall order. It's going to be a really tall order for um, 
for, for Saunders to JFC, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. I, I can't see him. I can't see him getting a win. Um, PSG are going to be desperate to, to, to finish their season on a high. Um, they've got players that can score goals. Um, loads of players that can score goals. Um, that being said, you know, it's, it, it's what we call a free hit for Sanders and JFC, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, they go in as massive underdogs. They, they've... I say they've got nothing to lose. It is a cup final, so of course they've got something to lose. But they are massive, massive underdogs. Um, so you know, there's there's going to be less pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen PSG not get results that they should have done in in in, in previous games when they've gone in as a huge favourite. So there's going to be a bit of that in play. But yeah, I can't I can't see Sanders and JFC getting a win in this in, in this game. What would your double be then for the day on That's- Sunday? It's, it would have to be an Addison Casuals and, and a PSG. Um, a part of me thinks PSG could could run away with it Sunday um, if they get if they can get a couple of early goals. Then you know heads will start to drop in the JFC camp, and I think PSG have got the players that would that, that would, can just go on and punish punish them. So I'd go with Addison Casuals and a PSG double. Nice one. I'll go the same. I think I'll go the same way, uh, but I do wish uh, Russell. Uh, and all the boys, all the very best uh, in their season. I've seen them a few times this season. Um, so, yeah, and I've seen quite a lot. I've seen PSG a couple of times as well. And, yeah, I think I think PSG will be going to favourites just because playing at the higher, in the higher division and some of the players they've got there. It could be a long day before Sinus, but I've seen them dig results out um, as yeah. well. So it will be a real good day. Uh, Rog, I guess um, we'll speak next week about the... Um, results from this one uh, but on behalf of myself uh, and the podcast uh, we want to thank the um, uh, Quota Municipal Committee uh, for giving us the opportunity to draw the cups we've drawn quite a few cups um, this season in the league uh, it's been great it's nice to see them come to uh, fruition and and reach all the final stages uh, but yeah thank you very much for all that our pleasure uh, Rog, I'll speak to you next week. Enjoy your day. Uh, enjoy the cup finals if you're going to get along to them on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I'm not this time. Don't want to get told off. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even, uh, if it's just, even if it's just to go and laugh at Russell. So, um, yeah. I've done <laughs> team talk for you, Russ. Just play this. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, mate. See ya. <laughs> So that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to Graham, Gibbs, Jamie and Roger for your input this week. Uh, No guests this week, but we will have uh, Greenwich Mariners on the show next week as guests. That will be exciting. Uh, Good to hear from Jamie and perhaps some of his teammates uh, talking about the the struggling season uh, they've had at Greenwich Mariners. But um, a fantastic team spirit has remained all the way through the season. So you can only respect that of the boys. So look forward to speaking to them and, and topping off our uh, guest slots for the season. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors, the Down to Play app with us from day one. Uh, thank you, boys, for um, your support throughout the years. Uh, we can now give you back some support uh, in a time where the app is going through some development. So uh, watch out for all of that. Uh, thank you to Magpie Recruitment, uh, Borden Sports Youth, Sports King TV, Skipper Sportswear, Grassroots Football, GRF, and our graphic designers, 
at NJPGD. Um, all of our Team of the Year awards sponsored by Awards FC. That'll all be coming up um, in a couple of weeks' time. We'll put our nominations out on Twitter. And from there, it's up to you um, who uh, wins the trophies, the awards from Awards FC. Um, looking forward to that. We have a game for our charity, um, 11, coming up on the 27th of May at Bromley. Um, at 8 o'clock kickoff over on the 4G there at the lovely uh, Bromley Stadium. Thanks to Nick for sorting that one out. Our opponents are um, used to be called Kent Charity FC. They're now called Forever Finley uh, Charity Team. Um, we look forward to playing those guys um, over at Bromley. Uh, our charity sponsors on the night, as always, will be uh, at NJPGD. They're our front of kit sponsor. Um, the back of kit sponsor is the Stop Bullying campaign from Borden Sports. Our sleeve sponsors are Black Eagle Athlete, um, a uh, fitness company from down in Medway, and Arithmetic Accountants, part of the Skipper Sportswear uh, family. Uh, Arithmetic Accountants um, are our um, other sleeve sponsors. Uh, and at, at NJPGD, as I say, Nick does all of our graphics and he sponsors the kit and all that stuff. So a fantastic um, set up there for our charity team. Our match day um, suppliers will be done by player packs. Uh, and pictures on the day will be done by KR Photos at KR Photos. Uh, K has agreed to take some snaps for us on the day. Very much uh, looking forward um, to this last game of the season. We usually do four or five games a year. We've got four in this year after COVID really did uh, mess up our plans of previous years. We should top £8,000 raised um, by the end of this um, game on the 27th. It'll be £5 per ticket. Um, if you want to come along, please do come along. It'll be a fun evening. There's a nice bar, uh, a nice pitch and hopefully some good football being played. I'm still looking out for a referee to take part in a game with us uh, and maybe some match day helpers. If you fancy uh, getting in touch and helping us out on the day, uh, DMs are open at Podcast Selk on Twitter and selkpod at gmail.com uh, if you wanted to email in. Have a good week. Um, the game's running out now. I um, hope we've all enjoyed the season, but I know some of us, including myself, are very happy uh, to see the end of the season, to recharge the batteries looking forward to 23 uh, to 22-23 season uh, coming soon. All the best, guys. Speak to you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.